Tom. Yeah, yeah. So much so that I'd let him fuck me over. Ooh, this is interesting. So you would let him fuck you over, and you're like, you have so much goodwill built up that you could look past it. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you the, a true story. I don't know if Tom knows this. Right. Is I think his dad ran sex stores. Right. right. And says. <laughs> Look at this uncomfortable. You need another drink. I'm like shaking. Why are you crying? You have tears now. Give me the beer. Give me the beer. Give me the beer. No, no, no. It's just shocking. Check out my special Razzle Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle. What a fucking weird episode. I've never done a podcast like this in my life. You guys to be up today. I've been the luckiest guy in the world. When I die, everyone should just go like, <laughs> it's, I, I don't deserve any of the stuff I've gotten. I don't deserve anything. And it's, just, it's been like, and I've done everything in the world. I've traveled the world four times. I have two beautiful daughters. I'm in love with my wife. And I have the greatest career that I feel so lucky to have. And, and I have awesome friends. Like, when I die, and I, and I shouldn't have had any of it. There's people that don't have any of this. Shit. I can't, I mean, I just, yeah, I hope. I hope my funeral's fun. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrants. And uh, today is a very big day. We're in the middle of a global economic <laughs> meltdown. Yes. Okay? I think I, caused it. I think I caused it. You might have. You don't know who's talking just right now. I mean, you do because you click the fucking thumbnail, but we're going to set it up as if you don't. Okay? Uh, the president, the ex-president, the last president might be getting arrested yes. today when this comes out. Mm -hmm. The Pentagon has confirmed fucking aliens. Yep. Motherships. A mothership and little UFOs might be going to America and there's only one man that can save us all. It's a man to my right right now. That's the man, the myth, the machine. It's Bert Kreischer. Let's go, yeah, Bert! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Bert. yes, Bert! Now, Bert, it is weird you requested not to have our black co-hosts on the show. That yeah. I thought was kind of weird. Well, yeah, you said I'll only come back. <laughs> you said I'll only come back if I'm the only one wearing two Rolexes. Wakanda <laughs> <laughs> forever. <laughs> Oh, that's what kind of do? Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, what was with the two fucking Rolexes? I didn't even notice it. That's so oh, crazy. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know. Oh, is that what's happening right now? My arms are fully loaded. <laughs> you know, I figure if you're promoting a special called Razzle Dazzle. Oh, that's a good-ass point. Razzle Dazzle. That's no, a good-ass point. Yes. Uh, I was with Segura yesterday. He was throwing yes. this one away, so I just picked it up and... Really? He was like, I'm done with it. And I was like, Now, oh, now I do have a question about how you're wearing them. Yeah. Because I do kind of like watches. I yeah. love, I this love. Is valid. This now, is valid. this Rolex here yes. is made for left-handed people so you can wear it on your right hand. Now, here's what's interesting. Okay. Uh, that's not accurate. Well, <laughs> you tell me. Because I bought this yesterday. Okay. And we were in Vegas yesterday, so okay. we were not doing anything at the MGM. Yeah. This is the new thing. It's a throwback. They're doing this all year. And which side is it but it's, on? It's for left-handed people, yes, but they're, they, it, they're doing this on all the watches now. That's not true. It's only on that no, watch. No, no, right no. There. Oh, you got lied to. No, no, no. Hold on, because I sat on. A, I sat on Rolex. a plane. I sat on a plane. They with haven't a dude. announced the new Rolexes until like next week. Yeah, this is last year's. Yeah. No, this is. 
I just got it yesterday. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. but that they doesn't mean yeah, yeah. they didn't no, 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 make it on, and then give it to you. Call Sugar, call Sugar, call Sugar, call Sugar. We're in this year right now, okay? We're in this year right now. What I'm trying to say is this could work perfectly because you just take the Daytona and you put it on your left, yeah. Then you right? take, and the then you take this one on the right, yeah. And then everything is gold and it fits perfect and it works great. Yeah, no, I really fucked this up. Because <laughs> yeah, because how on earth are you gonna fix that yeah. while it's on even? No, I I, I I didn't even said it when I bought it yesterday. They were explaining that this yeah. is a thing they're doing this year. But be honest, you didn't listen. You were just like, give I me the fuck around. I did not. <laughs> I don't even know what this I didn't even know what the one's called. And by the way, I didn't even pick it out. I didn't even pick it out. If we're being real serious. Check to see if they're on different times. Hold on. Of yeah. course they're well, on that, different times. Yeah. <laughs> but that way it's always five o'clock somewhere. Yes. You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> Cheers to that, baby. Fuck oh, yeah. The motherfucking yeah. man. Going, I didn't baby. even pick it out. I walked in and they go, uh, Christine's picked your watch out. It's waiting for you. I said, which, which one am I getting? He goes, you'll see. And she had picked it out. She just had it over to the side. She goes, that's the one you're getting. And I went, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Daytona, my favorite place. That's perfect. Oh, no, this one my wife got me for my birthday. That's a great that's fucking gift. That's the fucking, that's the gangster. Yeah. Okay, I have a question, though, uh, that relates to your wife. Because um, <laughs> obviously you've got all these amazing things going on. Your fucking tour looked crazy. I want to see, I want to talk about all of it, okay? But yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You have this movie based on the machine, okay? Yep. yep. Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. You get to cast the movie. Yeah. You get to cast <laughs> your wife, and you have some elite milk as your wife. <laughs> so, how did she feel about what you wish she looked like? Oh no 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 no! <laughs> oh no, that's not even the, that's not even the good question. Okay, go 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 go. No, I did not get to pick my wife. Wait, she picked it. Leanne picked her. Wow. That's the right fucking decision, Bert. Wow! Shout out to Stephanie. Leanne loved her. She goes, "That's that's me," and I went, "Really?" She goes, "Yep." She goes, "As a matter of fact." I want to get on the phone with her. What was she eating in that in that uh, audition? Because those look good. They're, they're called flip sides. Oh. She goes, I'm getting flip sides. I like that woman. Flip sides wow. are the chocolate-covered pretzels? No, no, no. The pretzel on one side, cracker on the other. Yeah, and yeah, my toll yeah, house yeah. are pretty fucking awesome. It's a new hybrid they've come out with. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then... Bird's on the cunning so edge then, of snacks. This, yeah. is, this is the good story. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah fuck, fuck this new Rolex. I can tell you the snacks and me. Dude, you tried the buffalo blue cheese combos? Yes, bro. They're fucking next level. The popcorn? Oh, dude, wrap snacks. Have you had wrap snacks? Yeah, 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 yeah. You always tag it with the brand. Yeah. You're like, flip sides, toll house. Buffalo blue cheese combos. <laughs> well, you gotta show respect, you know yeah, what I mean? True, sure. <laughs> the best part is, um, I didn't realize I had a kissing scene. Oh, did you not? I swear to God, I swear <laughs> oh, to God, I swear oh, to God, I swear to God. Is, swear to hey, God. Babe, they just sprung it up on me. My wife's in Serbia. Okay. She comes out for the first like week of shooting <laughs> and we do the kissing scene and I find out that night, I'm, I go, I have a, I'm kissing her tomorrow. And Leanne goes, you didn't know that? I said, well, I didn't read the fucking script. Like, I mean, I read it, but I didn't. I don't read you the wrote action. The fucking I, don't, I don't read the action part. Well, a couple other guys wrote it. I just punched it up. <laughs> I don't read the action part. I just read the words. You punch it up, bad in the sex goes, scene. She goes, "Yeah, you, you have a kissing scene." And I was like, yeah. "Oh my god! Like, what do I do?" She's like, "You're gonna kiss her." So I went over. Dude, you're and I, a fucking and, genius. And I, uh, I had not kissed another woman in twenty years. Yeah. And then you let your <laughs> wife pick the woman that you got to cheat on her with. And I'll tell you right now. My wife's got great taste. No, <laughs> I, no but I had to kiss this did woman. You, like, and it was, did you get erect? Did I, you get a boner? I wouldn't say I got my... I, yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, <laughs> a little chubbed out. I'll right? tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I can understand. Did you run that scene a few times before you recorded? Like This is how bad of an actor I am. Uh-huh. 
we had to do a pickup for Mark Hamill where uh, he had to say his lines and then they're just doing his tight. Luke Skywalker well, plays yeah. his fucking dad. It's, it's crazy. insane. Yeah. I'm in a different wardrobe. I'm in a different wardrobe than the scene should take. We're just doing this pickup real quick. And then Mark says his line and then we kiss. And off camera, I kissed her. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I went, bam, bam, I was bam. like, well, I'm, getting, I'm doing the scene. And they're like, you guys don't need to kiss. No one's filming it. But you went for I it. I just kissed her. <laughs> yeah. I walked and kissed her yeah. on fucking camera. Yes. And she's like, what the yes. fuck are you doing? And I went, is that, yes. is that not what we're supposed to do? You do? Where were your hands when you kissed her? Uh, on, on her back. On her back, but do you slide I had down? To, I had to, I had to, I, the kiss said I had to knock her off her feet. Oh. <laughs> It's, and I was like, I've, I've never done that. But she wasn't. Never, by the way, I kissed with my eyes open, so I don't, I don't, I'm not a good kisser. But uh, but yeah, it was crazy. It was it was bizarre. And then that night, my wife's like, gets in bed and she was like, Hey, you wanna kiss old faithful? I was like, Beat it, scissor lips. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kissing her's like licking an envelope. Like, yeah, but you kiss with your eyes open, dude. I'm a bad kisser. Yeah. Only, Is a, that why you don't cheat? Because you're just bad at I'm it. Bad, yeah. Well, hold yeah. on. I'm bad at sex. I'm yeah, bad at me, everything. That me too. That's I'm why I don't horrible. cheat. It's yeah. the same reason, like, my wife doesn't sing karaoke. She can't fucking sing. Well, the reason I don't fuck chicks on the road is because I can't fuck. Dude, same to same, yeah. Doug. I'm mean? glad. I'm glad I can't fuck. Wait, how do you know you can't fuck? Because I've, I've done it. I've done it. I've been there every time. And you're comparing <laughs> yourself to, like, professionals? I'm, no, I'm comparing myself to, uh, to Does your wife notes say I've it? gotten from the women I've had sex with. <laughs> okay, let's go on to these notes because okay. this is fun. All right, what first is time, the best time, note you first got? Time. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. best note, are you going to put it in? And you thought it was in? I thought I'd already had an orgasm. <laughs> you? Yeah. Uh, you were on find me? Underneath, butt cheek in the bed. Oh, fuck. That's, my, that's how I lost my virginity. That's how I, two pumps, done. <laughs> she says, are you going to put it in? My dick's between her butt cheek in the bed. I didn't even need a person there. I could have done it myself. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck, that's the first time I lost my virginity. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but that could just be a mix-up. That's just one. Okay, yeah, because you one. didn't really lose your virginity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. you okay. misplaced your virginity you for a couple yeah. of minutes. Yeah, yeah. you found yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Can, we, can you tell us the second time you lost your virginity? Uh, second time was uh, right after it when I went in with a compromised condom. A compromised condom? So, yeah, well, I, 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 I blow a load. Condom's done. She says, are you going to put it in? I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when I lost my virginity, when I've art in a, it's like, imagine if I would, let's go for a hike. I go, but first, let's Hold jump on, in a river sorry, and get our socks sorry, real wet. Sorry, Bert, Bert. you had a condom on and then came between the bed sheets and a butt cheek. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Filled up the condom. <laughs> I thought it was two different no, situations. No, 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 no. It's the same fucking night. Dude, All in one is... night. Dude, I, I was, that is how I'm introduced to sex in my fucking life. I'm like, fuck this. I didn't fuck again for like a couple years. I was like, I'm yeah. not. Because I was like, I got to fucking figure this shit out. Yes. Yes. Do some reflection. Yeah, and then I, the next time I had sex, I was in college, and uh, and I jerked off before I had sex. And nice. then I was like, and, I, and, then, and, yeah, and then I was I was good, but I guess I'm, I'm still, I've always been fast, like really fast. Like, oh, so it's not your skill in bed, it's I come the fast. time. I come fast. Yes, yes, come, yes, yes. He has like, a joke about that. Yeah, yes, I have yes. a bunch. I've always had, I have so many jokes about it. Uh, I have one, uh, fucking me, it's like a rodeo, six seconds of ha ha ha, and then I hop off, my buddy comes dressed like a clown to distract her. Um, <laughs> Funny. Uh, <laughs> first time I had sex with Lance, true story, blew load really quick, and then I went, shh, I think someone's breaking into my house. <laughs> I'm gonna go check a second no, time. Yeah. No, no. I had an orgasm. This one's in Razzle Dazzle right now. I had an orgasm so fast. One time Leanne laughed at me, laughed, and said, shit, I don't think you could have gotten AIDS from that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am fucking fast, bro. <laughs> so, like, I, I think. Have you ever satisfied your wife, you think? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I give her an orgasm, but not with my dick. For, from what do you do? Oral sex. 
Oral? Yeah, I've, I've never. Are you nice at oral? Yeah. You're really good, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I really am. I really am. I got to be honest with you. What if I was, so was going to cheat on my wife, yeah. like, I'd just give the chick oral. <laughs> Which is the worst way to cheat? You don't even come? You just want to make a girl feel good that wasn't your wife? Dude, what a piece of shit. He's a people pleaser. He wants her to be happy. You really are, dude. I remember Nikki Glazer, I think, said something to me one time. I forget. She goes, just so you know, not all chicks like the exact same moral sex. And in my head, I was like, oh, for real? Yeah. Because I know, I mean, I'm really good at oral sex. Yeah. Oh yeah! I, I, the other day, the other day, the other day, I gave her an orgasm, and like a gangster, walked out of the room while it was still happening, just like strutted my way out. She's just like, ah, what? Ah, and I just got up and walked out. I was like, that's how it's done. Like a fadeaway three, <laughs> like just like curry. Like fadeaway three. Bro, you just walked away while it was still yeah. fucking in the air. That's like Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so weird to hear sex stories about your wife. It is. It's kind of well. Yeah, I guess I'm. Because I've 52. met her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm super. I'm just, my problem is I'm I'm too honest. Like my my the, we were talking about comedy earlier off. The way I do comedy is just super vulnerable, super honest. Yeah. Tell you everything, and then hopefully tell some good story. Put storytelling in it. Yeah. You are you. Your style is very is very different. I don't like. I don't think. I know much about you're like Tasha a little bit. Like we were talking about Daniel Tosh. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. But Tosh does not want anyone to know anything about him. Yeah. And like you're kind of like that, but without the podcast, I know a little bit about you. Yeah. But it's still like. Yeah. Like uh, your your parents can dance. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I never thought that I was worth talking about until recently. For real? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a very arrogant and like narcissistic thing for like comics that like had nothing to go up there and be like, today a weird thing happened to me. Really? And I was like, well, who the fuck are you? Well, I I don't have the ability to do what you do, right. Burr and Chappelle. No, I think you earn talking about your life. So I oh, I've loved to yeah. see like that's a good perspective. I didn't talk about my life for the first ten years of doing stand up. Yeah, I, I never really thought about why that. Why would anyone care? You have to talk about the things that they can meet you at, right? And then so my my hope would always be like early on, like you would know who I was without knowing things about my life. So you would know the type of guy I am. You would know the type of person I am yeah. through my opinions about the world, you know? Yeah, it's funny. It's really funny because you, saying that, there's a joke you had one time that I, I saw a long time ago that I, because of that joke, I said, oh, I know a lot about him. Mm. I know I that's, like that's the dream to me. The, you know me yeah. through the material. Yeah. Like you had the joke, you were talking to a, an Indian guy and you're talking about the arm thing. Oh yeah. The, and yeah, I remember going, yeah. well, wow, he is I immediately I went, he has diverse friends, I'm assuming. He grew up in New York. He exactly. he he was a smart dude. Like and I was like, I was like, oh, I bet he's had sex with uh other chicks than white chicks. Like just based <laughs> on one joke. <laughs> me, I gotta tell you, I've only fucked white chicks. Well, no, the, the beauty of it, and I really like it. I think the way that people connect is through story. And I think that like you're a perfect example of that. You know, you have these like obviously the machine, but there's many other things. And it's like the story is our earliest version of downloading information, right? So there's something yeah. biological ha that happens. It's almost like music. And I think like as I've gotten some more success in my career, I've I've started to to try to make things more personal because I think it like is justified now, you know, like yeah, you know, and so it's like, or at least reflecting on these things that are happening in society that I care about through kind of personal experience. So I want to bring more of that out, but it was something I think I had to earn. That's really interesting. I yeah. I, I one of the guys like you get game changers. Tasha's king, bro. 
Bro, yeah, that's yeah, my favorite comment. That, that's cake. why I asked it because yeah. they're both like, all three of us. Not trying to brag, Florida guys. Yeah. And so I was like trying to see, did you know Tosh from back in the day and like any Tosh stories? Because no one knows anything about him. Yeah, Tosh and I colluded on a poker game once. Colluded? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It's when you go in, pretend not to know each other, and you work as a team to win. It's what happened in Rounders. Yeah, I love that. That's movie. Rounders. Yeah, shout out to uh, Brian Koppelman. The movie changed my life. I walked around with a pack of cards after that, and I would just try to hustle people in poker. In high school, I watched Rounders, and I was That's like, this he has is the coolest thing I've ever that, seen. That, and then if World Series of Poker blew up? That is the most World, World Series, thing I've ever fucking World, heard. World Series of Poker blows up like a few years yep. after. I think yep. that was part of it. Yep. But imagine Rounders came out during the middle of World Series of Poker crazy time. Be the biggest movie ever. Ever in history. Ever in history. I ever think it worked better, history. though, because it didn't feel like it was cashing in. You right. saw this. You, oh, that was you just got great. into it, and then it was just like yeah. a great movie. I didn't know Koppelman wrote that. Yeah, bro, he wrote Rounders. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies. Anyway, it's a great on. fucking movie. No, so, uh, <clears throat> I met Schultz when Georgia was born. I, 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 Tosh. I, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tosh. It's okay. Mix up the greats. When Georgia was born, I was, yeah, yeah. I was featuring. Yeah. I was broke. I was featuring for $700. I had to fly myself out, put myself up. Yeah. And Tosh. And I got along really well. And uh, the next day, he called. He, we got back. He said, "Hey, do you want to go play poker?" And I was, "Or do you, do you know any poker games?" I said, yeah. "I do." He said, "Can I go and play?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. So he picked me up. I was so broke. I asked for a hundred dollars from Leanne, and she goes, "We don't have it." And I was like, "I was like, just give me the hundred dollars." He goes, "No, we don't have it." And I said, "Well, give me the card. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lose it." And she goes, "No." We don't have $100. And Daniel Tosh goes, I'm so uncomfortable right now. I'll give you $200 to leave. <laughs> and so he gave me the $100. We went up to this game. And as we walked in, he goes, hey, we don't know each other. And I went, what? And he goes, we don't know each other. Don't go in on anything I go in on. I won't go anything on you go in on. And I went, okay. So I walked in. Tosh walked in. Someone's like, hey, aren't you guys comedians? I was like, yeah. He's like, do you guys know each other? And he's like, I, I've seen him around, but I don't really know him. And they're like... <laughs> And then we, we fucking tossed. Did you guys win? Tosh won the fucking tournament. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Tosh won the fucking tournament. How much money did he give you for this? Because you're the broke one. I got I got a hundred bucks. <laughs> I needed the hundred bucks. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. He's a good dude, man. He's a solid no, he dude like and it. a brilliant fucking comic. Oh, oh that's really man. The he's night genius. I got passed at the comedy store was the last time I saw him. He uh, came up, and uh, I haven't seen him forever. Dude, I remember being, uh, Mark and I were just talking about this the other day, but I remember being like a, a young comic, and like a young comic, you're trying to get by, and you're like, okay, well, do I have to like win them over? Do I have to like charm them? Do I have to start off with like this big misdirection joke? Like how do I fucking solve this puzzle that is performing in front of people? And early on in comedy, you're like, okay, I got to get some momentum going, and is, if, if they're into me and the momentum's going, the jokes work and everything's good. And I remember watching him in one of his specials. He didn't like some people that were in the crowd. And he kicks Kicks them, them out, out of the crowd, stops the show, starts from zero again, and I thought that I saw the greatest comedian ever. I was like, what? Did, what? That you is incredible. the show, and there were like a few things. I went on this like rabbit hole with Tosh, and it's like, I saw another thing happen. I saw him, he would go, he went on a radio. Remember back when we would do radio and yeah. like we would do bits? Yeah. They like tee you up for a bit. And it was the worst. Cause like, you don't know, it's like, do I pretend that this isn't a joke yeah. and do it? Or do I just do it as a joke? This motherfucker did the joke as a joke and murdered <laughs> for three people. It is three people. I saw that clip. That. I saw that clip. It, 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 it is, is the most destructive radio you've ever, you've seen, ever seen in your fucking in life. life. In your bro. fucking life. And then you can watch him do the joke on stage, and it's the same cadence, Identical. the same He is so rhythm. good. We, that weekend in Miami, there was a guy up front that was being, uh, that was heckling. Yeah. I was featuring, and I dealt with it. I, I kind of fucked around with it, and then tried to 
deal deal with it. And as I got off, he goes, the fuck was that? I said, it's a guy up front. And he goes, that won't be happening for me. And I said, really? And so I, I go around and he walks out on stage. He goes, uh, show has not started. You need to leave, sir. Yeah, yeah, he goes, yeah, I will yeah. not go on yeah, yeah, until yeah. this guy's kicked Fucking out. Go. Kick Bro. him out. Kick Bro. him out right now. Kick him out. Go. You're garbage. Yeah. You're fucking garbage. <laughs> I'll spend the whole time telling you how old your fucking chick looks. You're garbage. <laughs> Get out. And then he said, I'll never forget it. He goes, and it, no one is yeah. laughing. No one's laughing. Yeah, yeah. He's not famous. As he's walking the corner, he goes, sir, I hope you get fucking AIDS. And then he turns to the audience and he goes, but the good AIDS, like Magic Johnson AIDS. <laughs> and the place erupts. He goes, you know, like opening Starbucks and underprivileged. And he and starts and murdered from top to bottom. Top to wow. bottom. Top to bottom and he, fucking. He's a, a zero to 100 guy, which is like, and it's something I've always aspired to do. Is like, I, I don't care how bad or good the last joke is. We got to go down to zero yeah. and then get to the hundred by the end of the joke. And that's when the joke starts, it can be zero. There can be a fire. Someone yeah. can have a fist fight. doesn't matter what is going on, where the set is, and it can hate them. And from the beginning of that joke to the end of the joke, yeah. they're at 100. Yeah. yeah. Dude, so so, so if, we're, if we're breaking it apart, I couldn't do what Tosh or Dane or Nick Swartzen did. I, I didn't have that ability. Or like you or Chappelle, that, that like... I only could get you to know me, and I, and I saw guys like Freddie Soto. Do you remember Freddie Soto? Was he? He's passed. He, he was a comedy store comic, and he had a bit about his dad. Yeah. Irregardless. Thank you. Hmm. He goes, oh, irregardless. 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 Oh, Freddie. Yeah. Oh, I, you can't help me, but I bet if you were jogging beers with your friends. It was so funny yeah, yeah. that I went, I, love, I feel like I know his dad. I feel like I know him. So I would introduce characters in my stand-up, like my buddy Hutch or my buddy Harper, and I'd tell you a little bit about them, like yeah. a, a real story. Like Hutch, one time we were playing frisbee golf, and uh, my stick got my frisbee got stuck in the tree, and I was throwing a stick at it, and Hutch goes, yeah. hey, man, if I were you, I'd keep your mouth closed. I was like, huh? He's like, you know, when you look up, your mouth automatically opens? And I was like... Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> he goes, yeah, stick could go right down your throat. It happened to me twice. And I was like, Huh? <laughs> So that so I'd introduce that character <laughs> and then I'd use him throughout stories or I'd call yeah. back to him. Harper, good friend of mine, um, one time misspelled his name. Yeah. Happer, two P's, no R. Yeah. He goes, Well it happens. I go, No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it never. No, I've never, never been happens. in a rush like catch you later, yeah. burf. Yeah. Those were like my two I had a story about taking acid and going to Disneyland. Yeah. And so I, I and I introduced those two characters, and then I could tell you a story. Still, my takes are off. Like when you talk about the financial crisis, yeah, I don't really know what's going on. Neither do I. <laughs> Neither do we. Like all I know, but I is have that such confidence that people believe I know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Your generation knows. I was just saying this to Tim I Dillon. made up a lie You're about TikTok yeah. that became the news. <laughs> a complete lie. It was just a hunch. It's the news now. That's crazy. Like, like politicians talking about it. Oh. It's a crazy thing. Yeah, your generation knows like Harambe and like and like stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein and, and what like does that mean? Giselle. Harambe's what is such a funny example. What does Harambe have to do with Epstein? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I don't even know any of them. I guess a kid died. I don't know it's any of them. It's just the news that has nothing to do with Bert, and he's yeah. like. I think it's a generational thing. <laughs> yeah. think, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're I right. I think not thinking yeah. about me is a generational yeah. thing. These millennials. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever, has anyone ever been like, hey, you want to see my Pearl pictures? Pearl Harbor could happen, and Pearl would be like, oh, we were going to Hawaii that week, weren't we? <laughs> you know, it's so funny you say that. I, when you say Pearl Harbor, I immediately think of telling you a story about my experience of going to Pearl Harbor. <laughs> 
That's how my brain works. Like, I immediately go, oh, I went there with Russell Peters one time. Yeah. Uh, no, but I. There's a Japanese yeah. guy talking about how his dad just fucking ran into an aircraft carrier in a plane, okay. and you're like, yeah, yeah, but me and Russell went to Pearl Harbor once, and let me <laughs> yeah. tell you. We had a riot. <laughs> Your dad hit it. <laughs> the, uh, no, yeah, I don't, like, when people go, hey, you want to take a look at my vacation pictures? And you're like, Am I in any of them? And they're like, no. And I go, I don't fucking see about your vacation. Okay. So, <laughs> fuck. So we're talking about this. This is what I think is, like, beautiful about comedy. And it actually extends to just art in general. It's like, we all have an idea of what we think, like, the best version of something is. And the more pinpoint your idea is, if it becomes popular, you're a genius. Okay? Yeah. So, like... Like, uh, I want to use an example. Okay, so we have a friend of ours, right? He's a brilliant designer. Mm. His name is Calm, right? Kid Super is the company that he has. Brilliant guy. And his shit is so weird and ridiculous that, but all of a sudden he was like the head male designer for Louis Vuitton and he's just, but it's so weird and out there. But he has to have unbelievable conviction to go, this is good, it should be on a shirt, it should be on sweatpants. And then when it becomes popular, He's a genius for yeah. believing so much in this thing that is so different than everything else, right? Yeah. And I feel like almost in comedy, you have to have unbelievable conviction for the type of comedy you love, right? So I loved, like in my mind, I was always like coming up, I'm like, okay, what I think the best comedy is, is taking something that is incredibly difficult to argue and making the argument for it. I don't yeah. know why I thought that, but I was drawn to these guys like Rock. And then I saw Patrice, and I was like, Patrice is doing this at the highest level. It's nothing has been done like this. And it was this like great moment where I had this like kind of comedic North Star. Okay. You know? I would argue the I would argue go, go. the best part of Patrice were his stories about him. Well, so 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 here's the thing: story should be in everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, whether it's about you, whether it's about like with Dave Chappelle, he's like this magnificent storyteller as well. Yeah. Whether the story happened or not. Yeah. He tells it within story yeah. for a reason, right? It's yeah. like just telling the joke, that's like on horseback. The story, you're on a fucking rocket ship. I, 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 would, I would say that story is sometimes the peanut butter, the joke is the pill inside it. A hundred percent. So what I think is interesting is like you have this idea of what you think the best comedy is and you should feel that way about story. I think people in general should feel that way oh, yeah. about story. It's, it's the most powerful. But like, so you go, I'm gonna do this type of comedy to the best of my ability. And I think what often happens in this business is like, since we're so swayed by like the validation of the audience, you see somebody doing something different and a lot of people just go, well, maybe I should kind of do that. Yeah. Maybe you're not the best at that. Yeah. So what I think is really cool, what you've done is if you've gone, I like telling stories. When I'm around my friends, I tell stories. When I'm on podcasts, I tell stories. Yeah. I'm really good at telling stories. And I can kind of fill these stories up with these like interesting characters and I can build this life. And then at no point have you been like, oh, I guess I need to be Daniel Tosh or I need to be this guy because these things are popular. It's rare as a comedian. Because usually we gravitate towards the things that are just like... Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. At what I, point did you stop paying attention to me when I was talking just right there? Uh, at the very beginning. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. At the very beginning, when you started telling, saying I go, I'm not listening. I remember I actually said, I'm but, not listening, and I hope he used this as an example about me yeah, you so I can understand in, right? what the fuck he's talking did about. Did I bring him back yeah. in? Yeah, you tuned, he tuned yeah. back in when he said, what's great about him? Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like yeah, 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 me too, me too. Yeah. No, I, Patrice, I would argue Patrice is... He suddenly had the peanut butter and the pill when you brought him up. Then he was like, I got the example. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because, uh, listen, your essentials aren't fitting like they're essential. There's a reality right now that a lot of dudes will treat an undershirt like it's nothing, and you know what? It looks like nothing when you do that. You got to have those male essentials be gorgeous, be beautiful, 
because it's gonna fit everything just perfectly if you do. And you know what? True Classics has got your back, okay? See, True Classics team designed t-shirts to make the fellas of all sizes out there feel confident in their clothing. They give you the wide shoulder and the tapered bottom look that we're all looking for. And the quality of the t-shirts is elite. I'm telling you, it's hard to find, especially for dudes, it's hard to find clothing that fits us, okay? And when we do, we lock on and that's the only thing we buy. I mean, I remember that even as like a kid. I remember I found my size in like a type of Levi's and I was like, that's the only thing I'm gonna wear. True Classics has got it for you. No matter how you are shaped, they have something for you, okay? They really uh, also just released new button downs, so they, they really change in the game. They got the chinos that are perfect for a nice night out and you can never go wrong with their classic comfort collection of briefs, hoodies, and much more. And listen, big fellas out there, okay? They have long options and up to triple XL. So this is the thing that can happen right now. You can get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code flagrant. That's 25% off with the code flagrant plus free shipping included on purchases over $100. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because, listen, you know I love Geology for their skincare routine, okay? They've simplified everything, not 50 different bottles. You don't know what this foaming lotion or lather, all this other nonsense. No, guys, we like shit simple, okay? We're not going about to take up all the counter space in the bathroom like our wives and girlfriends do simplify they did it they mastered it okay now what the, what are they going to master oh they're they're coming after the hair care routines as well okay they created a quiz that asks you a handful of questions and just like that you have your very own personalized hair care routine the beauty of geology is they have your very own personalized skincare routine now they're applying it to the hair different hair needs different shit and they got your back Okay, most people are out here washing their hair every single day. Geology actually tells you you don't have to do that. They say that shampoos often strip your hair of the oils it needs. This is a company telling you to use their stuff less. That's how you know they can you can trust them. They're literally telling you to use less of the product. They make money when you go through the product. This is trust. For a limited time, they're hooking you up with an absolutely insane offer. Right now, if you use the code FLAGRANT, they will give you 70% off your first purchase of a personalized hair care routine or their award-winning skin care trial set. On top of that, they're giving you an additional bonus offer on their brand new body care line of super clean body wash and deodorant. They're going to take care of all your bathroom needs. So head over to geology.com. That is G-E-O-L-O-G-I-E.com. Take the hair care quiz, use the code flagrant and start living that good hair life. Now let's get back to the show. Patrice told a story one time. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard it about the cool guy in his neighborhood, Tony. Did you ever hear it? Tony. Mm. So... It's beautiful because you know Patrice. And, you, and if you knew Patrice, you knew the vulnerability in Patrice. Uh, Patrice was raised by a single mother. I don't know how much, I don't want to get into details about Patrice. He talks about the single mother thing in and Mr. P. Who's, does he talk about his father? Uh, I don't believe so. I won't, I won't sit, tell Patrice's stories. But what I'll tell you is Patrice uh, didn't have a father figure to teach him how to be a man and be cool. He had this guy in this neighborhood called Tony. Yeah. And Tony was slick. He'd go up behind. I'm not telling it as if I'm Patrice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, would, Tony would go up behind a girl and tap him on the back of the neck and go, damn, you look good. <laughs> girl go, oh, Tony, Tony. So Patrice is like, yeah, 
I gotta smack a bitch. All right, all right. <laughs> so he goes, I'm a little bit bigger than Tony. I just come up behind a bitch and just pow. Oh! And and he told he had told these stories of of Tony would grab girls and put them in front of the fire hydrant, and he's like, all right. So he puts a girl in a half Nelson and holds her in the water. <laughs> but those stories Patrice told, just me, I guess, yeah. were for me. I was crying, laughing. Now I love everything he did. But I loved to know about his life. Yeah. I loved it. And so, yeah. I don't know. I always, like, that's what I always dug hearing the stories. Like, Geraldo. Yeah. Mm. Geraldo but told Geraldo me, was also, like, a joke guy. Like, he could, like, joke, rifle yeah, off. Oh, Geraldo, arguably, is one of the best yeah. joke writers ever. What I loved about Greg was when he would tell me stories about his partying. Yeah. And you'd go, I go, do you not talk about that on stage? He's like, eh. You know, when I started doing Rogan... Because I was really trying to be like, uh, you know what cops hate when you touch your faces? And then yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't great at it, and I wasn't standing out. And when I started doing Rogan, I, t I told the machine story. And then I came back one time. This is when we were, he was doing it in the ice house. And I said something. I wish I could remember what it was, but I said something. And, and Rogan goes, oh, hold on. We're getting another amazing Burt Kreiser story. And I went, oh. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. Mm. And, and, and you know, he's the one that got me to start telling the machine on stage. I was not telling it on stage. Oh, wow. Yeah, I told it on thing. And he goes, you tell it on stage? I said, no, that's not like a – it's the way Geraldo said, I, that's not a stage story. Yeah. And he goes, no, fuck that. And he goes, from this point on, he is only to be referred to as the machine, and you are to chant that name out until he tells that story. That next weekend, I was in Columbus, Ohio, and they were the whole place was chanting, yeah. the machine. I go, guys, I'm not going to tell it. And a guy in the front row goes, hey, man. We know it's not going to be good, <laughs> but you have to tell it. Rogan said you have to tell it. You have to tell it to make it good, and we'll fake laugh, right, guys? And they're like, yeah, we'll fake laugh, Bert. Son, that's beautiful. That makes me want to yeah. fucking and cry. So I'm an audience member. I told the machine story for a solid year with it bombing. I mean bombing. Oh, really? Bombing. Uh, I mean, it's a fucking 15-minute story. And, that's and, a long bomb, bro. <laughs> yeah. long you have no idea. Quarter of your set, <laughs> dude. It, it was. It's. You've only it had rough. to write thirty minutes for the last ten years, I'm, dude. I fucking, I'm, I'm would bomb with this fucking story. And then one night, I figured out the end of the story. And that's uh, the most important thing in storytelling: is if you have an end, yeah. then you know you, you can get the fuck out, yeah. right? And so I figured out the end of the machine story. And from that, and then it got good. And then it got really good. And then obviously it went viral. But that that changed the direction of everything I started doing. Because I never thought I'd be talking about fucking kids. You don't understand. Wait, that was like the, hey, yo. the yeah, dumbest. Say that differently. Say that. Run that sentence back. Yeah, yeah. Just I never don't thought use I'd the be talking about word. fucking kids. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, you don't, you don't I need never, a documentary made about you, buddy. Clip it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, never thought, I never thought I'd be talking about fucking dogs. No, Wait uh, a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I never thought I'd be talking about my kids, yeah. ever. I never thought that. I, I did not like that kind of comedy, yeah. and I did not like when comics did it. It depressed me. Yeah. And, uh, and But then I just started, everything started becoming stories. Why did it my, depress you? I don't know. I wanted to be cool and young and famous. Yeah. I wanted felt to be like that was an older game thing. cook. Yeah. I wanted to be like, that That was our, he was like You were gravitating coolest. to what was working instead of doing what you do best. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the cool thing about podcasts is like, it gets you more comfortable telling these stories. It definitely made me more comfortable sharing my life. I always shared my life with people, but it's great to do it in a place where like, you're like, okay, I, I can I can work through these things and find the funny in these things, find the vulnerability in it. Oh, that's interesting. You were always comfortable sharing because my parents always told me, this is why I didn't tell stories for the longest, still yeah. not that comfortable. They told me, you know, nobody needs to know what's going on in our really? lives. Nobody needs to know. That's it. like an old that's saying. That's for us. Whatever we're going through is for us. That's yeah, not for them. Really? My yeah. mom was like, people could use it against you, which is kind of crazy thinking. But I was just like, all right. So I didn't tell anybody yeah. anything. There's like an old saying, like when a writer's born, the family dies. 
You ever heard that? Oh, because yeah. you got to kill the family? Basically. Yeah. That, that, wow. And I it's think about that. Thing. Like, yeah. shit I'll allude to on this podcast. Like, I want to bring it on stage, but if I do, eh, I'm, my family's getting phone calls. Bro, it's so funny. I, like, Mark and I were literally talking about this yesterday, but, like, growing up, my folks had, no, I mean, you know my folks. My yeah. folks had no, fi- like, during my wife's vows, my dad, who has, he's no short-term memory anymore, during my wife's vows to me, he interrupts her and goes, Someone's getting lucky tonight. <laughs> like my wife is mid tears with her breath, and he just interrupts for a fuck joke in front of her and my family and all of our friends. So it's just like no filter. My dad would joke around about like my mom and him not having enough sex or having sex. Like yeah. I've never had any filter, been able to tell them absolutely everything in my life. So I don't know how to do small talk. And when people do small talk, I get like uncomfortable. Really? To the point where, like, I just have to say something salacious so we can stop this fucking charade. Yeah. And then, then Mark, you were telling me yeah. that it was the opposite in your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That what was the purpose? It was like... Yeah, everything's nuanced. Everything's, like, tongue-in-cheek, very Catholic upbringing. Everything that everyone said was always, like, couched <clears throat> in something else. But it was all indirect. So there was nothing head-on. So oh. then when people are super head-on, I'm like, jeez, this guy is crazy. Oh, oh, we're head-on with each other, but nobody needs to know that. Part yeah. Of it. yeah. Yeah. With, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting. So I, I guess you could say like, it informs your comedy. Yeah. Oh, we were we were very open. I we were like, I I knew how I know how to. It's interesting when you talk about like, I'm not good in like I can, I know how to make an entrance. Yeah, we know. I can make an entrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the other shit I'm not good at. <laughs> You're like uh, Australians. Yeah. Like, Australians yeah, yeah. are fun for, like, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and after my, that, you're like, I get why the English left them, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? My wife says I, I cast a large wake. Like, yeah. I, 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 people, I get people, I can get people to dislike me so easily. There's, like, a t- certain type of person that I drive up the fucking Like wall. who? Anyone who also wants the attention. <laughs> they fucking hate me. They hate me because I just, I don't leave a lot of room I'm a, I'm a bull in the china shop. I'm a, yes. I'm a lot. It's like people, I remember uh, I remember a professional athlete. I don't say his name. He's a cool dude. But I remember him saying he spent some time with me. And he, then he met Tom and he goes, how can you be friends with Bert? <laughs> it hurt my feelings. He could, I've, I've patched it up with this guy since. And Tom's like, what do you mean? And he's like, how can you be around that for that long? And Tom goes, I don't need to be him. Mm. Tom is like the most confident in who he is guy in the world. It's unbelievable. He's a gangster. As a comic, especially. Because you'd think that he would need all that energy, but it's so clear that he finds you fucking hysterical and absurd. Yeah. Like it's really funny to like watch him look at you and be like, wow, he isn't noticing this. Yeah. That fucking Kool Aid thing that happened (laughs) when you were drinking 64 (laughs) ounces of Kool Aid a day. I I never thought that was odd. I never thought that was odd. I mean, he's. But it, after seeing Tom with his mom, it makes sense. Yes. I think he's been around these like really big characters his whole his life. Dad too. Okay, so like that, that to me goes. Okay, Bert is an extension of these yeah. big characters, yes. and he knows how to be funny around them. Yeah. So it kind of fits perfectly. My dad's like Tom. My dad's like Tom. My dad doesn't need to be center of attention. Doesn't need anyone to. But. but we, me, me and my dad laugh like me and Tom. 
Mm. Like me and my dad, there's a clip that went out of me trying to put a pizza in an oven. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw uh, that clip. Very funny. And everyone's like, I always thought Bert's laugh was fake. Yeah. And and then they're like, oh, it's his dad and him have an identical laugh. We start laughing, and then we say the word that made us laugh in the first place over and over and over again. So like, so like Tom. One time, Tom said we should go to Jennifer Aniston's house, and uh, and I was, he was like, should we bring our wives? And I go, should we bring our wives? He goes, no. I go, can she bring a dude? And he goes, yeah, for safety. And then he said, <laughs> well, maybe that's not the message we want to be putting out. And I started laughing, and I kept going for safety. Because <laughs> I, I I can visualize him saying it, yeah. and I to repeat it. My dad, when I went to put the pizza in the oven, I couldn't get it off the thing, so I pulled it back out. My dad goes, "It's not done yet." Like he thought that I thought it was done, <laughs> and I just kept going, it's not, "It's not done yet. It's not done yet." Yeah, man, I just love. I fucking, I don't know, uh, I don't know how any of that informs my comedy, but I just love to fucking laugh. Do you love Tom? Yeah, yeah. So much so that I'd let him fuck me over. Ooh, this is interesting. So that's how you define your love. So yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you would let him fuck you over yeah. once, and you and you're like you you have so much goodwill built up. He has so much goodwill built up with you that you could look past it. So I'll tell you this. I'll tell you the, a true story. Uh, I don't know if Tom knows this. So uh, I signed. Before, and now everyone's signing touring deals, but yeah. I was the first person to sign a touring deal. Yeah. Like five, four, six years Let ago. Let him know. Four years ago. It, well, it was, it, was, it was considered foolish at that time. Mm. Like no one did it. Yeah. And, and I signed it. Uh, and, it I, and I, for an exact number. And, uh, and I told Tom about it. And then, uh, and, and I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. And I, but I told Tom, he's my best friend. I wanted to talk it through with him. And then all of a sudden, someone, it got out that this deal was. And so my team said, uh, Tom told people. And I said, no, he didn't. And they said, he clearly did. And I said, he didn't. And it was a moment where I had to truly trust in my friendship. And then Leanne goes, what if he did? I go, honey, if he did, I don't care. I still love him. Mm. I go, I, I, I am forcing myself to believe the best in my friend, even though evidence is showing me otherwise, I believe him because I love him and I know he wouldn't do it. And he didn't do it. Turns out he didn't. Who did <laughs> Fuck it? Him. His fucking, the, everyone leaked it. They all wanted to brag that they were doing yeah. this thing. And then they wanted to blame someone. Yeah. And now everyone's signing fucking touring deals. And you're like, so. <laughs> the music industry is slowly infiltrating comedy. Dude, this game's, this game's changed. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's unrecognizable. I mean, we're sitting back there talking about lighting packages for arenas. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, this game is, yeah. I walk in here. And I look at this and I go, I said it when I, I walked in, I said, this yeah. is what every comic will have one day. One yeah. day, yeah. everyone will have this and this will be your business. You, you won't, probably won't have a manager the way we know them as managers today. Yeah. You may, maybe you'll hire someone like a producer as a consultant. Yeah. It would be nice to have a consultant of like, say fucking Mary Parent leaves Legendary and you pay her a fucking million dollars a year as a consultant to look at your career yeah. and tell, advise you on what projects to do. Yeah. Um, you'll have a touring agent, you'll never lose agents, but yeah. I guarantee you that I guarantee you, agents gonna. I'll tell you what's gonna happen. Agents are gonna team up and they're gonna own their talent, and they won't let their talent work with other people. I, I think that's already happening. I think management companies change drastically. I think they're. I think they're gone. I think they're gone. And I think it's because management companies were built around profiting or monetizing their talent through TV and film, and now the comics like. 
don't really have to do it. Like you did a movie, but you didn't have to. You, yeah, probably, you, you probably lost money I going lost, to do I a movie. I lost a great deal of money. Because you could have been touring and making crazy money. So I make what I make more money in one night than I made doing that movie in three months. Right? So this is like a cool legacy thing to do. Yeah. It's like a fun project, and we should I do I made a movie because I live in Hollywood, and, I, and if I didn't make a movie, I'd be like, why didn't I make a movie? I remember you yeah. telling me when I did Birdcast, you wanted to make a movie, and you're yeah. making a movie just because you always set out to do it. And it's great. It's great to do it. I guess what I'm trying to say is like the, the fact that we can make more money doing the thing that we love— and their whole business apparatus is built around turning us into actors, right? Mm-hmm. They're not running the tours. The tours are run by Live Nation or they're run by Outback or they're run by the agencies. So the management really doesn't play that much of a part in it. I think the new model would be something kind of like what we're doing is like like where my boy Dove uh, yeah. is singularly focused on building this and all of us and everything that's going so instead was, of 50 other clients that they're like, every once in a while you get a call and they're like, you should post some stand-up on Instagram. Yeah. Can I have 10% of that? Yeah. I mean, you, like, what a you, know what I, idea. you know what I think the internet has done, I may have said this on this pod, but it, I think it just eliminated middlemen yeah. in every industry. Like yeah. before when you wanted to book a flight, you called a travel agent. Yeah. And I got a travel agent I love, but that's because I book a lot of flights. For the most part, kayak.com. Yeah. yeah. And managers were kind of just middlemen. Hey, there's a barrier to getting you, know you famous. I'm going to connect you with those guys. I, I actually wonder, I wonder if comics stop doing podcasts. Ooh, I like this. I think comics. I don't think a lot <laughs> I of. Love, com- I love an idea that I love an idea that doesn't make sense to me immediately. Yeah. Because I go, I want to hear it. Because I don't think a lot of comics want to do podcasts. I just think that they see what's successful and they're just replicating that thing so that they could have success. And I don't think it's comics. I think it's musicians. I think it's everybody. It Humans, right? It's human beings, right? Yeah. So, I think once they see that people are having success by posting stand-up clips, mm-hmm. they'll go, "Oh, I could just post stand-up clips." I don't have to do that other thing where, like, I talk to my friend. Like, because here's the reality. Like, there's nobody that's successful at podcasting that doesn't enjoy the people they're talking to. Yeah. You got to like it. Like, you got to have an actual friend. Like, those things where they, like, connect a few people that don't really know each other and they try to make it a pot, even if they're famous. Yeah. That shit flames out so fast. Because you find out. You're like, oh, there's no real chemistry here. They don't have any history. You can't can't really work when you're excited to see the people you're working with. That's it. Tom and I were in Vegas yesterday at the MGM, and I hadn't seen him in a while. And you can't wait to talk about shit. Uh, He goes, meet me at the Rolex store. And I was like, oh, that's what I love about this guy. And then we went in, and he's dressed nice, and he smells good, and I'm fucking still sweating. And and then we went, and we fucking went to the MGM. We partied. We hung out for like maybe three hours, and then I fucking left. And I was like, God. And then he's coming out to LA. You're right. Here's the deal. I'd, I'd argue the other way. Uh, a little bit. Yep. I think posting stand-up clips is going to go away first. <laughs> posting stand-up clips, and I'm the one saying this. Yeah. It might be the end of stand-up. <laughs> I, 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 listen, listen. Thank you. And I'm not against <laughs> people doing it, but what <laughs> I will. Uh, there's oh, there's so much it's that so we much. can unpack here, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> It might be, and I'm not against doing. Like, listen, I'm the biggest proponent. I tell every one of my friends, like, listen, build your career, get some stand-up out there, but. I think, I think people think that you just throw anything up and then you become successful, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's like the bar has gotten low. It's yeah, gotten it's real rough. low. And I think that the very important thing to remember when you're posting something is you're giving an example of what your shows are like. And yeah. you're hoping that somebody sees it and then they come out to your show. When they see the machine story, they go, I would like to experience that. Yeah. That's really fun, yeah. right? When they see you post a great story, a great bit, a great piece of crowd work, 
great being the most important word, mm -hmm. they go, I would like to be there. If you post garbage, you're giving them the reason not to come to the show. Yeah. There's people two years in posting clips, and I'm like, yo, God bless the ambition, but oh, yeah. come on. And there's some people that are fucking killing it. Don't get me wrong. This is the there sad are, thing about yeah. it is that, like, there's, like, some, like, people who are doing an amazing job oh. and they're fucking selling out theaters. And like, if you look at all the comics right now that are doing well, I'm talking about the next generation of comics, they're all comics from YouTube specials and posting clips oh, online. Yes. That's, so it's the top of the top, but it's also the bottom of the bottom. Well, I, I've, been in, I've been in my bunk scrolling through stand-up clips, yeah. going like, I'm, I'm not funnier than these people. Like there's, there's some great comics out there, but then I've been in my bunk going, what the fuck is this person doing? Now I say I benefit from the fact that I don't post stand-up clips. So they have to see you. And so then when you see Razzle Dazzle, yeah. people are like, I mean, I'm being serious. The, the feedback's been very positive. And part of me goes, yes, it is good. The other part of me goes, yeah, but I'm not, you don't ever see me do that. Like, I'm, you know, when you go on my social media, you never get to see me do stand-up. You can only see me live or on Netflix. So when you do see it, you go, but, you go wow. Yeah. Oh, wow, I forgot. He does stand up almost. You're, I you're, thought he was just a guy who promoted fucking shows. You're at a different. <laughs> you're at a different level though, where you already have fans. There was already curiosity about yeah. you, and you've already built a thing where people are like, "I want to know what's going on with that thing." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. where somebody ha that has to come up has to find their machine or has to find their yeah. specials, have to finally do it. So you do have to do it at a certain point. Yeah, I mean, posting the machine. I posted from that that special on Showtime. I posted. The machine. Yeah, you made it off a bear. clip. Yeah, I made it off a clip. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's made it not off a clip in like the last five years. <laughs> uh, like, I, well, what's okay? So here's my maybe theory. Nate Bargatze. Now clips during pandemic. Oh, that's right. He was yeah. killing with pandemic. the, the um, dude Sebastian. Clips. Close the fuck up with a clip. Clips, it's like yeah. so. There's only one way now to like make it in the but level you need a, that but we want. You need want. a body of work behind you. Exactly. So you need you need one thing. You need yeah. one explosion to get people to Google you, and then and you then need a bottom, the rest body of, of work. That's great. Yeah. So like for Rogan, yeah. I would I would argue Rogan was the Mencia shit, and then all of a sudden everyone was like, Got oh fuck, see. he's yeah. a comic. He's because he everyone yeah. thought he was the Fear Factor guy. Bill Burr is the Philly rant. Yeah. So Jim Jeffries getting punched in the head. Me. I was telling uh, uh, Chrissy D about this. Shout out to Chrissy D. Uh, also, Chrissy D got a new show on Vice. Make sure you guys go check out Chrissy D's new show on Vice. But uh, and he lost his glasses. And he lost. We gotta find him his glasses. Like, <laughs> there's no way you could ever buy those specific types of glasses. They've only made one pair of yeah. those glasses. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but he had this 9/11 story that he did at the cellar. Yeah. And I remember seeing it and going, "Yup, he got one." And it's like it is the fucking portal. It is the the vacuum, the well, and every everybody who watches it gets dropped in there and gets thrown all this other stuff that you know Chrissy has. It's brilliant. Yeah, and, and they get I'd, to see I'd even argue, don't walk away from the thing that got you famous. Like, it, lean into it. Because I've had people would say, you? I've had people, people <laughs> hey, go, Hey, would you, Bert, lean into the thing? No, people tell me all the time not to tell the machine story. No, gotta, no. go with Dude, it. Dude, I've had the biggest comics in this business yeah. tell me. You need to retire that story. And, oh, I, no. and I go, you don't go to my shows. Yeah. I had Ari Shafir one time told me, you know you have to stop telling that, right? Yeah. Yeah, a real comic wouldn't tell it. Yeah. And I went, okay. So we were doing a storytelling show up in Calgary, and he brings me up. I tell him to do the thing, and they're yelling at the machine. I go, no, Ari said I need to retire it. Ari went on stage after, and he could not get a word out. They would not let machine, him speak. Machine. He, goes, no, no. he goes, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. I was wrong. I'm wrong. Come yeah, and yeah. tell it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I've had comics tell me, please stop telling that story. 
I've had man. They just fucking, don't get it. They just don't get it. They never had yeah. that experience with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would argue situation. if you if people don't. That's frustrating though. Like people, because it, it's like they're judging your stand up, and it's like they're acting like you don't write enough. Yeah. And it's like motherfucker, come to the show and then tell me. I don't write enough. Can, 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 can you tell me what you were telling uh, me yesterday? Can you tell me what you were telling me yesterday when we were just talking about shit that frustrates you? Can you tell the thing? Oh. He said the funniest fucking thing because I was just like, we're just talking about shit that kind of, like, yeah. I, 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 like let's not write jokes. Let's just be frustrated yeah. and, like, just vent on yeah. that, right? Because I think that's where the shit comes from. And, and uh, you know, Mark has, has been only with his <laughs> wife, right? That's yeah. the only girl he's been with, right? And, like, Sometimes people judge him. Yeah. He said this fucking. I was. I want you to say. Wait, it. what's more specifically about getting Bro, married young? No, 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 no. He goes. He goes. He goes. Everybody makes this big deal about like all the women I haven't had sex with. Oh like, yeah. He goes, but they never talk about all the dicks that haven't been in my wife. And it was like true. it was like anger. Jesus. It was like visceral anger all the coming dicks out. That haven't been in my and wife. He's yeah. just like, think about the dicks that have been in your wife. Yeah. Like, and it was just this beautifully like angry but like logical feeling. Yeah. Dude, that would fuck me up in relationships. Yes! I would break up with chicks based on people they fucked because I go, how could you fuck him? If you fucked him, Why then you, you think I'm like that? Yeah. I'm better than that. <laughs> yeah. It's a reflection on you, ultimately. Yeah. And if a chick's had anal sex, fuck you. Now yeah. I gotta fuck you in the ass and I don't even want to, but you take it in the ass. <laughs> fuck, dude. I, I, I'm... Amen, man. Amen. It was one of those man. beautiful things where it's just like this like visceral feeling that you have and it <laughs> kind of like great. poured out of them. Yeah. That's great. I I couldn't. I said to Joe uh, the other day. The other day, I don't know. I don't know why I said this. I said, "Did you guys? Did you and your wife talk about how many people you had sex with before you had sex first time?" And he goes, "No." (laughs) Joe's Joe's one of those people, of course, that goes, "I am. I move. I I never. I don't deal in the past. I move from this part forward." And I was like, "Yeah." I I did ask my wife how many people she slept with. Oh God. And Don't do that. I, well, I, I, I was back. I was back. Dude, I was so concerned with AIDS. How many? How many? How many? Not many. Not, not, not many. Can you tell us? Similar number? Very similar you? number, What's yeah. the cheek clap count? What's, what's that? <laughs> what's the cheek well, clap Well, how many individual count? claps? <laughs> clap count? Yeah, how many claps? It's, you got, it's like a Harambe thing. It's oh, like yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit's fire. Um, <laughs> you got it. You're doing it, bro. Yeah, I'm good. You're doing it. Uh, let's get lit, man. Let's get lit. <laughs> get the young audience out to the shows. Epstein did it. Yes. I don't know if that really okay, makes Hillary sense. Hillary Clinton was on the plane. Yes. Chelsea Handler went to those parties. Yes, bro. <laughs> You're nailing you see it. See when Chelsea had to defend that she didn't fucking know what she said. I don't remember. They were at her wedding. <laughs> they were yeah, there's, yeah. there's Epstein and fucking uh, Maxwell at the wedding. Oh uh, no, uh, no, my wife's number is two more than me. Eight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know his number? Yeah. We do our research. It's yeah. not a fucking hard one to remember. <laughs> yeah, single yeah. digits. Yeah. Single ditch. You know? Yeah. Do you count the one where you came on her thigh? Because I guess that would make it five. I don't count. I have a weird count. Like I don't count blowjobs. I don't count fooling around. For yourself or for her? For me. Hmm. It had to be. Penetrative, yeah. I'm fucking you. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of chicks where you fucked around, like, in high, high school. You but know, how many girls did you actually successfully fuck? Six. That's a lot of times you probably fucked the cheeks. Six. Yeah, yeah. Tanya, can I get a LaCroix? <laughs> when are you going to take another little beer? Yeah, I'll take another beer, please. And another beer. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because you know it's hard dick season. Matter of fact, every season is hard dick season, and Blue Chew is providing it, Okay. 
Blue Chew got your back. Same active ingredients as inside Viagra Cialis, but this is the one that's going to make sure that that girl you sleep with for the first time isn't let down, okay? Matter of fact, you probably busted nut real quick. Busted nut real quick. You're embarrassed. You need to re-up and get back in the game. What? Oh, wow. Blue Chew got your back. To the bathroom. Gobble, gobble. A few minutes later, bang! Game time. Signed, sealed, delivered. Completely forgot about you busting all fast. Blue Chew has got your back. And you can get it for free. First month for free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com. Make sure you use the promo code flagrant. That's the best deal in the business. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys. We take a break for a second. You're going to need a tuxedo in your life. Okay? You're going to need a tuxedo in your life. More than once, maybe some of you guys are at the age where you're starting to get married. Your friends are going to say, listen, there's a dress code at the wedding. You know, you saw my wedding. There's a dress code. Okay? Akash's wedding. There's a dress code. If you need a tux, the black tux has got your back. Let me explain what the black tux can do, okay? Not only are they going to let you rent a tux, if you try it on and it doesn't fit and you do it within the time window, they can send you another size where it actually fits you before you go to this wedding, this event. It could be your wedding, okay? And if you love the tux or you love another one, you could buy it from them as well. What a company, what a company. If this is a one-off situation from you, black tux, done, rent it, you go to the wedding. Miles use it for Mark's wedding. Miles use it for Mark's wedding, right there. The point being, if it's one-off, you could do it. If you love your one-off, why don't you just buy it from them as well? One-stop shop, all you need, you know, you know for a fact you're gonna need one. I'm not saying you even get it right now, but when you do, black tux has got your back, okay? And let me tell you something. This is a very important situation. Miles looked incredible at the wedding. Girls are going crazy, drippy, super drippy. The girls were crazy drippy because of Miles in that black tux, okay? Black, not slimming on Miles, if you know what I mean, okay? Guys, renting or buying the black tux is the best place to go when you need a tuxedo for a wedding or a special night. And right now, when you go to theblacktux.com slash flagrant and use the code flagrant, you can get $20 off your order. That's T-H-E-B-L-A-C-K-T-U-X dot com slash flagrant, the code flagrant to save $20. The blacktux.com slash flagrant, use the code flagrant. Now let's get back to the show. And listen, before we get back into it, listen, Akash, we got to have a little discussion about March Madness. Yo, I mean, this is the best time to bet because I know shit about college basketball, but yeah. it don't matter in March Madness. Yeah. The number one seed overall, I think, Purdue lost. Yeah. The Virginia, who was like a four seed, lost to a 13 seed. Yeah. Just bet. Yeah. There's crazy odds on underdogs, and underdogs stay winning. Yeah. Bro, I, in my mind, it's like, I might just use my bet online bonus and throw money at every underdog, and one of the motherfuckers <laughs> is going to hit. Because they're going to pay out like it's crazy. It's going to pay out crazy. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is just the craziest tournament. I know there's probably people listening in Europe, and they're like, I don't even understand what's going on. Nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows every team in the tournament. Nobody knows every the, the thing about the tournament is you learn about all these players. It used to. Now a lot of these players just go right to the league. But, like, it used to be you find out who the elite players Dwayne in college Wade. are. I remember. He played for Marquette, Marquette. And they destroyed the number one seed, Kentucky. Yep. And I was like, who the fuck is this kid? Exactly. So you see draft stock skyrocket. Uh, Steph Curry. Nobody knew the fuck Steph yeah. Curry was. He was at Davidson. He gets to the tournament. He's just fucking blazing through teams. Yeah. So... It is a very exciting thing. You get to see the next, you know, uh, you know, generation of talent that's going to come into the NBA. And um, 
And yeah, it's just a cool thing. So yo, if you're gonna make if you're gonna get those bets in, betonline.ag, make sure you use the promo code flagrant and they're gonna match 50% of your initial deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. So let's say you put in a top that put in a thousand, that's five hundred extra free to gamble, throw it on some underdogs, get crazy rich, and then uh yo, just hit us back with a cool like 10-15%, no big deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, let's get back to Burke. Also, I have a question about the early Rogan days. It's cool that Rogan, like, teed you up for the machine story. Yeah. Yes. The early days that you were doing Rogan, what is that like? Oh, like, the first time you do it, dude, do you think it's anything? Dude. Oh, no. Oh, it's not. How early were you yeah, on? Yeah, walk us through the whole thing. What was the pod like? What did it look like? Et cetera. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. You'd go to his house. He'd meet you at the front door. Kids running around. Wife. Dogs. And and well, the first time I, I now I was a fan of the show, so he invited me to do the show. Uh, I I can't tell you how early it was. It was early enough that no one, it wasn't like huge yet. Right. Mm-hmm. He was still he was selling uh, flashlights on it. Yeah. Oh, wow. he had he had ads and stuff. Though. Flashlights. That was the specific. Was flashlights. Just, just flashlights. the only just ad. flashlights. Just okay. flashlights because Aubrey Marcus. Right. Is I think his dad ran sex stores. Right. Right. And says. What the fuck? <laughs> Listen, you got a great friend in Tom Segura. I just want to let you know. You have a great friend. Hey, let's fix these stuff. Get in here. Get in here. Scoot over. Slide over. In Tom Slide over. Who loves you so much. And it's this, this guy, I've never seen, I've never seen Bert look this uncomfortable. When I called up Tom, I said, Tom, what would be something fun we could do with Bert? Because, because, oh, he hates balloons and he hates clouds. You can't smell that? Smell you can't what? smell that. Smell, smell what? what? The balloons, you can't smell that? The balloons. <laughs> You can't I, smell that? I'm being dead serious. How you do you smell tell. a balloon? You, they're going to start popping, dude. <laughs> they're going to start popping. I'm going gonna, gonna, to have to leave. I'm being dead serious. I'm going to have to leave. Hey, hey don't stand in that door. Stand in that door. Okay. Okay. I'm, they're going to start popping. Listen. Well, the, can we leave one balloon? Give me the beer. Give me the beer. Give me the beer. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Yeah. You got to drink more beer. Let's chug. Let's chug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got to chug. Chug this. Get him another. They're really going to pop. They're they really are because they're really like, they're like. No, those aren't even hot lights. Yeah. What's going to happen if they pop, dude? I'm it's just fu- going to make a noise. <laughs> oh, dude. What is that? That little screech. Okay, it smells so much better. <laughs> I'm being serious. You didn't smell that? What is Nobody smell smells like? anything. What is you being, are you being serious right now? Yes, I'm being I'm serious. I'm like shaking. Why are you I'm crying? I'm like fucking shaking. <laughs> you have tears in your eyes. <laughs> go, oh, let's have it. Let's just have. Let's just drink, bro. You can have this one too if you Listen. need. This will calm your nerves. Here, I'll drink with you. I'll take yours, Akash. Here, <laughs> cheers. The, the the clown has been removed from the room. Ooh. Let's have. Let's have a. Let's have oh, a cheers. That's fucking real. <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on, Bert. You know what's funny is the last time you were on here, we gave you like pro Russia memorabilia and shit. I'm fucking. And I would suck Putin's cock right now. <laughs> To fucking never have that happen again. <laughs> Ooh, I'm okay. shaking. I'm like shaking. <laughs> hold your hand up. Hold your hand okay. up. Fucking, I know if I'm waiting. I know, they're, I know they're in here. Like, I know that it can happen again. <laughs> that was Dove. I, okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it was. <laughs> I don't know how 
So you have a you have a like a, a fear of clowns? Of clowns and balloons. Wait, wait, why balloons? Can I don't you know. I have no idea. One? I have no idea. Is it is it because the condom broke that one time? I don't know. Ooh. No, it's, it, it's way before that. I got as a kid. What happened? I don't know. Did you watch it? Nope. Oh no, I never watched that fucking movie. I would never watch that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just do me a favor. For real, promise me he's not coming he's back. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. I cannot relax. I can't relax. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. Fucking sweating. And why don't why don't you like clowns? <laughs> yeah, can you can't stop. trust them. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you can't trust them. <laughs> Did you know about this? Uh, I tried to stop it. <laughs> 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 Thank you. You're such a <laughs> fucking. So th- for my birthday, for my my from Paul. Mama's we have to shaking. give. First of all, Tom needs credit for this. I, I don't want to act like we did it alone. Tom deserves credit for this. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 remember when I said I'd let him fuck me over? Yeah. yeah. Well, you were right. We waited for you to you're, say that on camera. You're lucky. I, you're lucky. I love you more than you love me, Tom. <laughs> um, now we do have one more thing that we have to tell you. <laughs> it's just one more thing. Uh, what? what you've been drinking is a lie. Is it not? I'm just fucking non-alcoholic beer. Well, yeah, but damn, I thought we could trick you into thinking it got spiked. But yeah, we spiked it with non-alcohol. We unspiked. We it. unspiked it. So I've just been gaining calories. <laughs> oh wait, now you care about calories, Bert? Jesus fuck. <laughs> so I've just been sipping on bread. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Buddy, you think I started drinking for you? I was wondering. <laughs> I mean, crazy. Don't you not get into, like, your heaven if you drink? <laughs> your family shuns you and they put a tire around your neck and light you on fire or something? What, I don't know how their religion works. I'm fucking, I am off, I am off, I am, and that's why he brought in a real fucking drink. Oh, you motherfucker. I'm sitting here just gaining calories going, why isn't it, how bad is my drinking that I can't Tom, feel stop, it? I mean, d- d- stop acting like you're health conscious, Bert. <laughs> no, he wants to Bro, get drunk. I'm fucking healthy as shit right now. I want oh. steroids. Uh, are you on the? <laughs> fucking juice. Feel my arm. Which juice? <laughs> We're trying to get on juice on the pod, too. Yeah? Akash getting on peptides. Is it orange, orange juice? Yeah, I'm on uh, tea. I'm waiting on my shipment. Wait, are you on testosterone? Yeah, 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 it's awesome. Really? Yeah. How you feel? Fucking amazing. Does it allow you to smell things that don't exist? No, no. But hang on. You did not smell. I smelt it the second she walked in the room. I smelled them. Well, you, you also saw it? them. No, I know, but I, the smell is what bothers me. The smell, <laughs> the touching, and their unpredictability. You can, they're never, you're, as soon as you do that, as soon as you inflate that thing, then all of a sudden it has the, it has the possibility to explode like a drunk alcoholic father. Like a fucking, just like now a slap you at any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting there. For my 49th birthday, Rosebud um, Baker. Was on tour with us, and she thought it'd be a good idea. These idiots thought it'd be a good idea to fill my bet my bunk with balloons to surprise uh, me. She didn't know you were afraid of. She them. didn't know I was afraid of them. Uh. And uh, and the fucking, I came in and I fucking melted down. And it's my tour bus, and it was my bunk. It was oh my no. bunk, dude! I've had this happen so many times. On my fortieth birthday, I was in Australia, and the <laughs> board of tourism wanted to surprise me, so they put uh, my they filled my entire room with balloons. My entire fucking room. Jesus. And so I I was like, I and I couldn't, I had nowhere to put them because I, it's in a hotel room. Yeah. So and now I'm, and I come home drunk and I'm in my rooms full of balloons and I'm fucking melting down. And my wife's, I call my wife and I go, I need to, um, I was like, I don't know what to do. And she goes, just have another drink and pass out. 
you'll be fine. Just they'll put them on the roof. They'll be fine in your bedroom. I couldn't get and so I, And then middle of the night, the helium on all of them died at the exact same time. And in the middle of the night, every bloom in the room landed on me in the bed. No. And I fucking lost it. I lost it. I lost it so fucking bad. <laughs> It's okay. You're safe now. You're safe I'm now. I'm never safe. We got, we I'm got never rid safe. of the clowns. I'm never safe. Never safe from balloons and clowns. I will never do the show ever again. <laughs> I will never, ever step foot in the studio. It was, it's so nice knowing you guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> just chugging. It's just chugging. Check out my special Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> That was the name of the clown, actually. That's yes. Perfect. My movie, The Machine. It's coming out Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, I want it, like, what's and crazy Forest is, Hills, like, it's Forest amazing. Hills. It's amazing how, like, uh, how it really hit me. I don't know if you saw it. Like, I'm, yeah, right yeah, now yeah. I'm just starting to relax just a titch. But, first of all, how much is a titch? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> now, Bert... I know the balloons are in this. I have to walk past them. No, no, we put <laughs> them in the closet. My daughters have never been allowed to have balloons. No way. So yeah. their birthdays, they never had a clown or a no. balloon or anything. Hold on, no one's getting a fucking clown. That's the dumbest fucking. Yeah. Thing. Have you ever had a clown? I, no, yeah. no, that shit is fire, dude. My my Hold friends on. had clowns at their oh, birthday. Your parents didn't bring a clown in. It's like the whitest thing in the world. No, it was my friend's parents, but yeah, it was yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. The clown was fire. He rubbed his fucking leg on a coloring book, opened it up, and pages were blank. Crazy. <laughs> never forget that shit. What ever, about dog? magic? How do you feel about magic? I don't mind magic. I like magic. You can you can trust magic, but not clowns. Yeah, I don't know, dude. You know what's funny is Tom texted me. He goes, uh, "Hey, you should do the balloon clown thing later in the episode because he's gonna get real jittery." And I just sent back, "Ha ha 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 ha," thinking that he was just busting balls, but like it has changed you emotionally. <laughs> Yeah. It's fucking great. Who do you hate more, us or Ari? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what would, would you have yeah. rather we... Because we thought we were doing a nice thing, unspiking the drink. Yeah. We unspiked your drinks. It's really, yeah. So funny, I didn't even look at the cans. I was drinking... <laughs> well, you no, were drinking no, no. the whole can in the beginning no, of fake he beer, opened and it was up, just oh, great. Oh, oh, he opened oh. up the fridge also, but shouts to Tanya. She hid all the non-alcoholic beers behind the Stellas. It was good, that was good. Yeah, yeah I probably... I'm not even fucking around. I'm not even fucking around. I trust Ari more than I trust you guys <laughs> because I can't promise that you'll never do something like that again. Like, I know Ari pulled me aside one time and he goes, you have to know I'll never drug you again. And then I went, I do believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but with us, how do you feel? Like, what, I, don't, I just don't trust you. Like, what do you think that we would do? Like, for example, at the Forest Hill show, you don't think we would hire like 100 clowns to sit front row or anything, right? <laughs> Oh, I'll toss them. <laughs> I'll toss them on the street. Daniel Tosh right there? I'll fucking Daniel toss them. Listen, I, 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 They're just, all going to get in the same car and drive away. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the biggest clip you've ever had of me, ever. I'm being serious. Because I, I, there's no... I can't, I'm not turning anything on right now. I'm being 100% me. This is 100% me. When my wife sees this, my wife's going to go, Oh, fuck, they didn't do that, did they? Fuck. <laughs> well, Tom did it. We had nothing to do with it, really. Hey, 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 Schultz, why do you and Bert not talk to each other anymore? 
Well, we brought seven balloons in during the episode. <laughs> wasn't really, seven. That wasn't seven. How many? What does it smell like? That, uh, sm- I'm being dead serious. You guys didn't smell it? A dozen? No, the second, oh man, the smell is what fucking got me. The clown, I mean, what? What the, bothered you more? The yeah, clown balloons or clown? that touched you or the balloons that I were eating from I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, <laughs> uh, probably, probably the balloons. So the balloons, it's like an allergy for you. No, no, it's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I, you, can't, you can't trust them. You ever seen a blimp? It's, yo, he, he talks blimp. about <laughs> you. I went in the Goodyear blimp. You can't trust him. You're good with blimps? Yeah, I was in the This Goodyear all blimp. sounds like euphemisms for Jewish people, but you actually mean the thing. <laughs> What's that? No, <laughs> you can't trust clowns, dude. No, you can't, no, just, tr- clowns are, man, it just doesn't make any sense why someone would do that to themselves, you know? <laughs> Nepar, da- ba- Nepar Gassi's dad, I think, is a clown. Oh, yeah. He is for yeah. certain. And, I, is. and, and, and I, magicians. I al- and I almost couldn't become friends with him. With Nate. Because I couldn't understand how <laughs> he could have that in his family. Mm. And I'm, I'm not even fucking around. Yeah, he was made from clown sperm. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. understand how Nate could have it in his family. Like, I didn't. But he was, uh, yeah. I couldn't get it. Well, and then, get passed then down. I love Nate, and I'm, when I met Nate, it was like the first thing I go, your dad's like a clown, right? And he goes, yeah. And he was really proud of it. He's really proud of his dad. And his dad actually is, apparently, I'll never see it, but an amazing performer. He opens he for opens him. He opens for Nate sometimes, He opens right? for him, yeah, but yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I watched, I, I went home with the chick. She was going to be seven, or she was going to be six. I, my wife is seven. Oh, the seven. number of girl you were going to have sex with. I was going to have sex with this girl. Bro, she the brought way me that home. you specific, allude dude. to fucking kids without even trying <laughs> yeah. is crazy. What did I yeah, say? Let's just start Earlier, the, you were like, let's yeah. start the sentence over. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. do it again. I, I was fucking what would have been the seventh was, woman I've ever had sex yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Because before you just said, before you just said, uh, don't tell us we're not friends, Bert, because we're fixing these sentences for you. Exactly. Don't tell us we're not friends. Okay. I'm definitely not doing fucking Logan Paul's podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) Or what's his name? Not Logan Paul, the other one. Jared Jared Paul, Jake Paul. So Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul. I'm definitely not doing that fucking podcast. It's like Harambe. You think that they would do some jokes about Because this is the Harambe generation. (laughs) This is the Harambe generation. I'm going to do his fucking thing, and he's going to have a clown come in. Yeah. Because this action, this is all everyone's fucking. (laughs) 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 I went home with a chick one time. Yeah. And she was beautiful, lived in Venice. She she said, you know, can I show you... um, what I do, this is a bizarre story, <laughs> and uh, she put in clown porn. She it was a she had shot a documentary on clown porn, and I'm not even joking. Uh, Vince Vaughn was in it. <laughs> like he was oh like he was like, like as an extra in the back. She, she was friends with Vince Vaughn, <laughs> no. and these two clowns are like, get and I literally I was like, what the fuck? I got to get up. And he was, Vince was with my buddy, Gary Arbeck. And I go, is that Gary Arbeck? She goes, she goes, yeah, you know, Gary Arbeck. He goes, is that Vince Vaughn? And then I saw the clowns and I was like, oh, and I just walked out. I was like, I have to leave right now. <laughs> Why would they ruin sex like that? You know? <laughs> Why did she want to show you it? I have no fucking clue. You guys went home to have sex. Went and home. then as like a little like foreplay. She's like, can I show you something? And then she put in clown porn. Hey, buddy, you okay? Take a deep breath. I'm not okay. We're not bringing the balloons back. I promise you, There's we're not no bringing the balloons. clowns back. There's no more clowns. Deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Indian things. You got this, man. One you more. can Give conquer anything, bro. Are you interested in getting over, like, through nope. therapy? Nope. Not even? Nope. Like, like, immersion therapy, nothing? Nope. 
You're just cool just living your life, never being around a balloon. I don't need to be around. Don't, 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 don't do, don't. I'm not doing that. I just saw you lick your bottom lip and that was, you know what I mean? No, I did that because you were laughing at me thinking about <laughs> oh, okay, what I was doing, okay. but I already made a promise to him that there's no more clowns and no more balloons. Yeah. We're do you want another horse. drink? <laughs> actual drink? We'll bring you an actual drink. Pete! Pete, we need another drink! <laughs> We need another drink, Pete. You don't, you? you don't have a show tonight, do you? Because I'm worried you're not going to be able to. Oh, your producer special. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Shane Torres. Shane Torres, Shane Torres is shooting a special tonight. I can't believe I can't turn it around. I'm shut down. I'm like shut down. <laughs> but this is beautiful. How often do people get this version of Burt Kreischer? Uh, never. If you're on an airplane with me, you'll get it. Oh, are you afraid, are you afraid to fly? Airplanes? I'm terrified of flying. Oh, that's why you did the tour bus. Oh, that's why you did the tour bus. That's why I did the tour bus. Ah. But you went on the Goodyear blimp? It was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. I jumped out of a blimp as a child. What? Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Well, let's do that. As a we child? were taking off and I was like, I'm not doing this. And I just jumped out and they had to re-land that shit. For real? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I don't play. This is stupid. Well, it this makes no off, sense. It takes Super off like slow. this. Yeah. So you're you're literally, I mean. Oh, that sounds it, awful. It is fucking terrifying. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like you're, we're not <laughs> even you, going in outer and space. And you land like this. Oof, it's crazy. It is terrifying. And I, I thought it would be, I thought I'd be fine with it. And, uh, and I wasn't, man. I fucking, it was one of the worst panic attacks I've ever had in my entire fucking life. Mm. And then you just hang. Yep. You just hang. It makes no and sense at all. fucking the only more terrified I've been, we were in a helicopter. We went to uh, uh, the Mother Guadalupe up in Rio. Oh. Uh, Virgin Mary. Isn't it Jesus? The Jesus Is, is it Jesus? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we went. Thanks, buddy. And so uh, we went uh, We went up in a helicopter to it. It's, it's, I think it's at like fucking 12,000 feet or Yeah, something. it's crazy. And then he just took the helicopter out over Brazil. And he said, I have to wait here for a second. And we just... Didn't go anywhere. We just sat sat still. Terrifying. And I was like, dude. I was like, we need to get the fuck. Terrified. I'm yeah. terrified of helicopters for that reason. Yeah. Planes, in my mind, I can convince myself that, like, if the engines go, they mm. can use the speed. We yeah. hear stories of guys landing planes on yeah. lakes. What's I don't think Sully? a jumbo jet can do that. But we hear the story. I never hear a story exactly. of a, helicop a helicopter landing safely in the ocean. They have this thing called Blade, right? And you can take a helicopter from like the West Side Highway I'm to JFK. I'm too scared to do that. Right? Yeah. And it's like twice as much as an Uber, but you're there in literally five minutes. We took a helicopter from LAX to Burbank one time because I was only home for 12 hours. Boom. And I wanted to get the girls before they went to bed. Yeah. And it was one of the coolest things I ever did. It's, it's great. It's so fast. It's awesome. Yeah. But I can't stop thinking... There's no fail-safe for this. If the right, engine on, goes... I'm feeling better. Okay, good. It was funny. <laughs> I can... I can. The, the alcohol's kicking I knew kicking you'd get in. there. I knew you'd get there. Are you able to finish the early Rogan stories? No. I don't know. <laughs> no. Did we do it in the middle of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. He wasn't listening. He was pulling at you. I'm not 100% I'm not, I'm not here yet, but No, I'm no, close. we're getting there. I'm okay, close. so the helicopter close. thing. So all I can't... I can't stop thinking do about... Do not fuck this up with the clown. Coming. No, no, no. no, no he's, he's not coming. If I leave, it's to pee. I'm not going to bring anything back. I, I, I swear. I already told you there's no more clowns and no more balloons. Okay. And we'll make sure there's none when they get out. When you get out. When you finish. Okay, but um, the helicopter thing. I can't... There you go. You like it. Because you appreciate <laughs> how funny it is. First Absolute of all, you are. can I tell you something? And you'll be really happy about this. <laughs> you'll be really happy about this. What? That clown that we just showed right yeah. there is antiquated. They no longer have those clowns available. We tried to get a real clown to come. We reached out to every clown company in New York. This is a good story. Clowning yeah. is done. 
We had to fabricate a clown because hey, you they won, no longer dude. have rentable I, clowns. I love to hear that. You're Think like, about that. You're like Walter White at the end of Breaking Bad season four. I won. Yeah. You <laughs> won, dude. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I, I man. Uh, Think yeah. about that. Think about how terrifying John Wayne Gacy was. Oh, my God. Do you think he ruined clowns, or was it already fucked? I think, I think he is the beginning of ruining clowns. I would be curious. I, I would be really curious to see why I don't like clowns. Because I don't know. I Let's can't look really, into it. I can't, can't identify it. You ever do, like, mushrooms, like mushroom yeah, therapy? Yeah, I've done everything. No, I'm not doing. I don't know if I, I don't know. If you, you don't strike me as a therapy guy. I am in therapy. Yeah. New Shout or you've done it? Better help. The, uh, I've, I've done it. I've done it a lot. Uh, therapy is very useful for me. But I see you laughing, and I have to look over my fucking shoulder. No, 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 no. There's no fucking cloud. I I'm going to go pee, but I okay. swear to God, okay. I'm not coming back with anything. There's no cloud. Um, go on. Uh, therapy is super useful. It's I, great. I don't pinpoint the stuff that, like flying, for instance, flying. Yeah. I uh, I went to therapy to try to fix my fear of flying, and they and the, the therapist said, well, how? when was the last time you flew? I said, fucking Monday. She goes, so you do it? And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, then you don't have a problem. You just don't like flying. And I went, yeah, but I have a terrible fear of flying. She goes, yeah, a lot of people do. But if you can do it, then that's then you're there. You're yeah. doing it. Yeah. You're figuring my, my thing with flying is I, I drink. Uh, I've had plane flights where I wasn't drinking that where it's turbulence. And I, dude, I've I've sobbed crying on no. a plane. Yeah. This sober October. I had to fly to Minneapolis doing the Target Center or whatever. And uh and and, we, and I can't drink and we're taking the fucking red eye, and it's horrific turbulence. And I'm in first class, 49 years old, crying my eyes out, <laughs> crying my eyes out, shaking, no, holding Brent. on. I, I'm so no, bad, I, I will Brent, grab Brent, the person's no. leg next no, to me. I, I'm, I'm a horrible fear of, I have a fear of death, really. Yeah, okay. It's ultimately what it comes down to is I have a terrible fear of death. Now, has this increased with success? My fears? Fear of death. Yes. I understand that. What, what is it? I think it's like you get to taste this life that is oftentimes unimaginable, and you're like, I don't, I don't want to lose this. And not only that, you have children, you have a wife. Like, there's all this life you get to live with them, all these things you get to see with them, and, you, and doing something frivolous, doing something dumb, doing something like fucking skydiving or whatever like that, yeah. the, the, the reward of that is what? You land, and you have an exhilarating moment. The risk is... You throw away all this you've worked for. Like, yeah. I can completely understand that. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I would say. Uh, Dove, you got to get out of here. I, no. I did it to ease him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon yeah, as yeah, I yeah. saw you in here, I was like, okay, it's not yeah. happening again. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still yeah. going to. No, 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 it's he's, perfect. He's still going to remember that you're out. Get out, 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 get out. But now you know there's no more clowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go on. That is crazy that that is a. But don't you think? That's crazy that, like, that's crazy that that actually happens to me, that I don't have control over it. Control over? Over when the clown and the balloon showed up, that I shut down and I can't right my boat for a little while. That's crazy that that's a thing that I have no control over. Yeah, but that's the it's best. phobias. No, but that's, the, I don't know, I think that's the most entertaining thing. It's like. Do you have any phobias? Oh, I would definitely wouldn't say them out loud now. Homo yeah. count? <laughs> what? I said, does homo count? <laughs> <laughs> 
no, no, no. Do I have any phobias? Yeah, yeah, I have a huge fear of heights. I do not fuck with heights at all. Oh, I'm bro, claustrophobic. I'm fucking, okay, I'm claustrophobic and yeah. I have a fear of heights. I don't fuck with heights at all. I got stuck on the train for almost an hour once. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. And now anytime the train stops, I freak the fuck out. Mm. Dude, I, I'll tell you what, my claustrophobia is so bad, I have a hard time scuba diving. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not into scuba diving. Because that fucking yeah, mask. Like, that yeah, like, like uh, me and Rachel Ray were supposed to go scuba diving with sharks. And they sent over the Rachel's claustrophobic, and they sent over the 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 you have to have like a hood, a yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can't do that. I, I, you would prefer to use just the oxygen, uh, just the oxygen, thing? yeah, just oxygen. Did, have you seen the guy who goes up? They go up uh, in I, I forget who did it, but he went up in a U two plane. He went up in, a, in one of the spy planes that goes out of the atmosphere. So they had to wear a helmet, uh, like a spaceman's helmet, and he said they're they're watching him, and he goes, "Okay, my nose is itching." Huh. <laughs> Immediately I went, oh my God, like because he, he can't get you to can't his nose. Get oh, fuck. And, yeah, dude. And so the guy goes, just don't think about it. And he's like, yeah, no, but it's it. itching really bad. I was like, fuck. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, claustrophobia is a motherfucker. I didn't understand claustrophobia. And then I just got this MRI recently on my shoulder. Fuck. Dude, yeah. fuck. I had one Isn't of those. It? It just All you had to do is your arm, right? No, I was rolled into you it. You did the whole thing for you? Yeah. Dude. I didn't yeah, know arm was me. an option. Dude, I did just the arm. I, I, mine was my elbow. It wasn't my shoulder. It was okay. my elbow. Yeah. So I had to put my arm in there for like, I want to say like 30 minutes or 45 minutes. I was in there forever. And I, and I, I panic would hit me. And I could feel it well up, like going, here we go. We're going to have a panic attack right now. And then I'd go. And I took a Xanax before I went, and it still didn't fucking help. Oh, I would it need was, the Xanax. Oh, my wait, wait, God. Wait, explain to me. So the MRI machine is just on your – you can so do whatever you want over you here. You have to put your arm in. But they tell you you can't move. Can't it's move. the not moving thing that's the problem. Yeah. If I had my arm in some machine and I could kind of like roll around and do whatever, I'd be okay. But when yeah. I was rolling, no, 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 in, you had to stay still. You had to stay still. That's fucking made so me crazy. So I'm, I'm back like this. I'm in this little tube, and I can't and I can't get a full breath. And I'm sure this is a function of claustrophobia, but I can't get a full breath. And I feel like, oh well, if I could move a little bit, I could get one. But yeah. I'm I'm breathing it like it feels like 80% of a full breath. Yeah. So now I'm in this little panic where I'm like. Well, how do I get that last fucking 20%? Am I going to pass out in here? I had to tap out. Halfway through, I had to tap out, go back in to that, finish it. I literally that. think I'm in it. My, my logical brain, and riding the train still gets stuck for four or five minutes. My logical brain is like, nothing is going to happen. You And, and, my, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to run out of oxygen. Mm. I told my wife on like our third date, if we ever got stuck in an elevator for 30 seconds, you would never respect me again. Dude. <laughs> you would never respect me again. It would be... The most embarrassing thing. She got really? stuck on a train with me one time. She put her hand on my chest, just like calm me down. She said, your heart was fucking pounding. Dude, I got stuck in an elevator with a bunch of Japanese men. <laughs> if you think panic sounds bad in English, panic in Japanese <laughs> is like fucking kicking cats. <laughs> like it was, and I, and I was like, and they started freaking out and then it's making me worse. And I opened the doors to the elevator, <laughs> I opened the doors to the elevator and opened the other doors and climbed out the most, the, the most date I was like I, I would 100% try to do that I wouldn't be strong enough I'd fall to the bottom but I would try dude, to do that. let's let's go panic for panic I was in a uh, top thrill drag uh, top top fuel dragster right top fuel dragster so like a drag it's, it's a drag it's a drag yeah. race so they put you in I'm riding I'm just ba a passenger first of all you're in a in a, a flame retardant suit zip up right put the helmet on gloves on they put you in they five point harness you, and then they <laughs> then they strap your hands to your neck, so that you can't because you're gonna reach out and grab something. They don't want you to touch anything, so your hands are here. I'm not doing that. So they put me on all the stuff, and then they go, "All right, we'll get back to you." And I go, "Hold on," 
I need out of here. And they're like, well, he's going to be here in a second. I go, no, no, I no. need out of here right yeah. now. Yeah. I need out. You want, I'll tell you panic for panic. This is the worst. This is the worst. Whew. I'm doing this show called Scream If You Know The Answer. It's a game show on roller coasters. The roller coaster they put us in is out of Magic Mountain in, in L.A. It's the one where you stand up, they harness you in, and then they, they put, put you, you like in Superman like, like Superman, like that, like you, yeah. so you fly through it. They have a vest on me for to hold a camera, a Go GoPro mount, and I'm mic'd. So I'm, and I'm and I'm like really tied into this thing. We pull into the station. We're the second. We're like one car out, and we're sitting there. And this and someone goes, "Wonder what's going on." And they're like, uh, "All right, we're having a little problem. We're gonna bring you in in a second. They bring us in. The floor raises, and they go, "All right." Uh, we're having a problem with the releases. It shouldn't be a big deal, oh, but fuck. we have to wait until the guy, the head mechanic's going to come out, and he'll fix it. Oh, he'll be here me. shortly. And I said, uh, excuse me, can you just undo mine? And they said, no, we need to do them all at the same time. I said, yeah, but I'm having a little bit of a panic attack. And so the lady who's running it comes over and goes, it's, it's going to be okay. You're the safest place you can be, but he's on his way. I said, where is he at the park? She goes, um, oh, he's boy. in his home in Tarzana. <laughs> oh, no. Boy. Oh, boy. Fucking way. It's 5 o'clock. It's fucking 5 o'clock. Dead this traffic. motherfucker's in Tarzana. And oh, I'm out. God. L.A. I'm, traffic. And Fuck me. I was in this thing for 45 fucking minutes. In this thing. No. Like this. Facing down. I mean, melting down. The woman, yeah, yeah, the yeah. poor woman had to sit <laughs> Underneath me and hold my hand because and I was I was crying. I'm the host of the show. I'm <laughs> fucking the host of the show and I'm freaking out. I don't want to die. This fucking can someone call, call me and sing me a song or something? Can I distract me? I'm fucking. Oh, I've had so many. You want to? You know what's even worse than that? Have you ever been stuck? You're making in me feel bad. Snow? That we did this. Have you ever been stuck in deep snow? No. no so no. we go. We go. We go hella skiing in Switzerland. We go up to like fucking 10,000 feet, 12,000 feet, whatever the fuck it is. Air's thin. I'm hungover. We're all in snowboards, and they put beacons on our chests. I go, what's the beacon for? He goes, it's better to locate the body. I said, what? He goes, locate the body. Am I saying it right? Say you fall into a crevasse. I can find your body, right? I said that right, right? Oh and I'm like, God, find dude. my body? What do you mean find your body? And he goes, it's for us. It's not for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, nah, actually, it's for you. And I'm going, hold on. There's a chance I'll disappear? And he's like, oh, yes. Okay, so just stay real close to me because I don't go in crevasse. And he goes, all right, let's go. And we start going. Now, it's, it's, it, we're on, uh, on the top of a mountain in Switzerland. So it's, it's what I would only guess maybe four feet of powder. I mean, it's just powder everywhere. So we start going, and I realize I'm a good snowboarder, but I hadn't snowboarded in a while. And you know your first run? You're always mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm just warming up a little bit. Well, my first run, this is my first run in a couple of years, and I'm on top of a mountain in Switzerland. And all of a sudden, I catch a toe, and I go face forward into the snow, and I disappear. I take my arms to push no. up, oh, and there's nothing there. There's nothing there. I gets too deep, and I'm like, panicking going oh my god this is what they mean yeah to find the body i literally go i'm gonna die here i'm gonna die i'm gonna die and i'm fucking sitting there for i'm not even joking 10 minutes upside down in snow trying to push and all of a sudden he'll feel a hand grab my back pull me up and he goes you should see your sound guy my sound guy is upside down no. skis like this <laughs> 
and gear everywhere. And I was like, get us the fuck off this mountain. It was way, dude, getting stuck in snow is fucking terrifying. I could go, this is, I could talk anxiety and terrors for hours. Sinkhole, <laughs> sinkhole, sinkhole scares the fuck out of me, dude. Dude, I grew up in fucking Florida. Sinkholes were everywhere. Yep. You'd be playing football in the street one day, next day, sinkhole. I yep. swear to God, I was thinking about this last night. You know when the ground just swallows up a yep. house or whatever? Yep. What what happens to the guy? I'm, I'm like, if that happened to me, that's just how I die. That's how you they die. They don't get them out that's of it. That's how you die. That's, it's like being buried alive. It's the worst thing that could possibly have happen you ever in my seen, mind. Have you ever, there's a clip. There's a clip online I saw one time. Haven't been able to find since of a guy in England explaining quicksand at the beach. Mm. And he goes, he goes. Uh, I'm bad with accents, but he goes, he goes. Uh, oh, okay, this is. How, I'm, I don't know what accent I'm doing. <laughs> that, that, that's a Switzerland guy. Yeah, Switzerland yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. mate. Okay, all right, all right. So this is quicksand. Very normal. Now I have a safety gears everywhere. Everyone's here. We've got a compressor, air compressor to get me out. So, but I want to show you how it works. It's very simple. You stand here, and in a matter of seconds, you'll feel your ankle sick in. Now, if you struggle like such, it goes a little deeper. Now, it's safe for me to get up to my knee. We won't go much deeper than my knee, but watch this. As I try to get out, I'm now at my knee. So that's how it works. Let's, let's, let's get me out now. And someone goes, okay. And he just keeps sinking. And they're like... Hold on. Okay, this is not funny anymore. Let's let's get me out now. And he starts going deeper and deeper. And you're watching this guy fucking yeah. spiral Quick out of control. This is a video. You can find it online. I can't watch it again. How about this? Have you ever seen the guys, the guys who go spelunking? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> we went spelunking in New Zealand. Why? Can you explain spelunking real quick? It's, spelunking it's like caving. Is, it's caving. Yeah. It's caving. No, never. Now, now, there's a combination of the spelunking we did was in water. And as we this enter- This is the scariest fucking thing. As we enter it, they they go, all right, we need you to get through the birth canal. And I said, what's that? And they go, it's this canal. It gets us into the cave. It's a little tight. So, uh, but just get on your stomach and you'll marine crawl through- and you'll, there's just enough room for you to breathe, but there's one part where your face is going to go water. Just keep going forward. It opens up. Uh, nope. And yeah. so we nope. get into the birthing canal, climb through, and we spend the next hour and a half in the most terrifying experiences I've ever had in my life. At one point, they would there was a waterfall, and in order to get, you had to get up the waterfall, and they'd take you. You can't hear anything. It's a waterfall. They put you behind the waterfall. So you're behind the waterfall, and then you had to climb up from behind it. But at one point, you were just getting fucking bukkakied with water. <laughs> and then as you got to the top, they grabbed you, and they put you in a room where it was this tall. The water was to here, and we were all sitting here just breathing like this. Now, the only thing, this is crazy. The only thing that would calm me down, and I don't know the explanation, was a camera on me. If I knew a camera was on me, I could almost act. Yeah. Like, and I would, so I'd keep going, put the camera Your fear on, of being put, embarrassed yeah. is worse than your fear of claustrophobia. Yeah, and, 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 and we got done that, that fucking thing in New Zealand, and I remember getting out, and all of us were like, we're fucking alive. They have, in, in, in Colorado, there's, there's, I mean, horrible stories of these guys who go into these caves. There's, I think it's called Caver Caverns of the Wind, and they're caves, and they go in, and they will get in 
and they'll get stuck like this, and they'll get their little rock chiseler to try to open up space for them. Holy I mean, shit. I've Googled it and watched it. It is fucking, I can't The crazy that. thing is sometimes you're spelunking, and then torrential rain comes. That's what happened with those Thai boys. Thai, the, the Thai kids. Yeah, and the rain raises the water level, so now those parts that you had to crawl through are completely underwater. Yeah. So those tight little spaces, that's why they had to give them, like, the oxygen tanks and shit to get out. But that... Why, why were they doing that? What it, was, is- it, was a, it, was a, it was a common thing to do, to go in, like very normal to go into that cave and go to this place where I think you go to a beach. Mm-hmm. I watched a documentary uh, on it, I think. There's some cool, beautiful, like all those stalagmites. It's, well, hold on. You know, it's, those it's, like crystals. It is. It is. Yeah. It is Risk not almost, worth the reward for me, but yeah, it's, I get it. It's, I've done a lot of spelunking. I did one, I did one in Austin. Uh, and uh, the guy, they go, all right, we're, we're going to lower you in. They have a pothole. Like a like a like a uh, like just like you see on the street, and the guy takes the top off, and it is just the width of my shoulders. Oh, and he says, and they put a harness on you, and he goes, "All right, I'm gonna lower you down, but you're too big. You need to go one arm down, one arm up to get through." And so they lower me down. I am fucking. All I'm thinking is, I I have a GoPro on on like a chest GoPro that's up in my face. And all I'm thinking is I'm rescuing baby Jessica. That's all I, I, I was thinking. Like I'm Baby doing Jessica a, was a story from the 80s of a girl who fell down a well, like a young yeah. girl, and the nation was yeah. captivated by it. And so, and then, but then he yells up, hey, you're going to see an area where it seems like you should get out. Do not get out. And I'm like, what the, f-? like, I'm going to mean? <laughs> all of a sudden it opens up to this beautiful place. Now you're so fucking claustrophobic that the second you see that, my, he's right. My initial thought was I should stop here and take a breath. Before I have to go down, I think it was like 180 feet. I think was the what they lowered you down. Hi. And I and as I see this this oasis, I go fuck this. I'm gonna keep going. And 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 you go into even a smaller cave, and you're just getting lowered. And then it opens up to a huge yeah. fucking cave. Yeah. And you're like, and all I'm thinking is, I gotta get the fuck out of here yeah. that way. I mean, I've no. Done then s- you walk out, right? Isn't there another exit? That's the most. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the most fucked up part. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. take me in through the exit. Yeah, yeah, have you done this? No, but I've seen this before. It's like, yeah. why are we going this way? Yeah. Let me do it. And it's like a regular exit where people yeah, yeah, have yeah, tickets yeah. and There's they're coming stairs in. Stairs and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spelunking's pretty badass, you know. Bro, have you seen the uh, there are these like natural water slides sometimes? And sometimes they're usually like part of like rivers or like waterfalls. Now, Duval was at one and what you do is you go through this hole in the rock and then you're completely kind of like submerged with the flowing water and then you pop out. So you gotta hold your breath for a couple seconds. Something happened where like Duval went through the wrong entrance in the rock and got stuck, couldn't breathe, can't see. So he's just stuck in the middle of this and the water's churning everywhere, right? Oh, I got the crazy story for you afterwards. Water's churning everywhere. Kicks, pushes, finally gets put back into the funnel and then gets, but he's like, dude, I thought I was gonna die. Like I was like making my peace in that moment. Crazier story. There's this wave pool that they're building. I won't say who it is. And a very famous- um, UFC fighter. UFC fighter, right? Is going to check out this wave pool. The wave pool isn't ready yet. Now the way the wave pools work is there are these engines, right? At the bottom of the pool, suck in all the water from the pool, shoot it back out. That's what creates the waves, right? He's waiting to go surf. The engines didn't have grates on them. Now all wave pools have grates. The engines suck in the water. He gets sucked into the engine room with the water, okay? 
It's not like he gets spit back out with the water. For minutes, he's getting smashed around for whatever. They shoot out the water. He can breathe for a second. It's pitch black. He doesn't know what's going on, right? Then the water comes sucked back in, shoots out. Five minutes. Like, they shut down the pool, but they're like, where the fuck is he? How do we get him out? Think about that. You're just in this thing. You could breathe for a second, and then nothing. Breathe for a second, nothing. No way out. Terrifying. How do you get out? How do you get out? They stopped the pool. Wait, who's and they were all there. Uh, we'll bleep it. Shut the fuck up. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, some interesting shows coming up. Uh, I'm going to be performing at uh, my boy Gary V's conference, VCon, which has happened at the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. It's where the fucking Colts play. It's a football stadium. So this is going to be kind of crazy, but I'll be there May 19th. And then, of course, Calgary, where I went and shot that movie, um, The Thicket. Look out for The Thicket. But uh, I'm going to be coming back there August 27th to do the Great Outdoors Fest. That's going to be fucking nuts. Um, 5,000 people in Princess Island Park. So it's just obviously hopefully you get some good weather. But, I mean, just come through to that. That should be absolutely crazy. Akash, what you got going on? Yo, guys, the Bum Ass Cities Tour is launching. I'm coming to your city. I'm only doing one show because who the fuck wants to be there for more than one night? But I'm coming to these cities. Well, first of all, I'm going to be there here for a few nights because it's a great city. Denver, April 20th through 22nd at the Comedy Works in downtown. I'm going to get high on 420 and do comedy. I will never do that again. It's the only time I'm going to do it. Buy tickets to that show. Now, May 3rd, East Providence. May 10th, St. Louis. May 11th, Kansas City. May 31st, Cleveland. June 1st, Columbus. All those dates and a bunch more at AkashSing.com. Get your tickets now. Now let's get back to the show. Have you heard Cowboy Cerrone's uh, fucking uh, uh, cave diving story? He told Ron Rogan, I won't even do it justice. It was one of those ones where you're sitting there going like, like cave diving's a motherfucker. Because those guys go in and then they just, you, I guess you get turned around. Oh, you don't know which way you're fucking going. And then you and it gets silty and you can't see anything. What does silty mean? Like all, all the, yeah. all the that soot from the ground. So, all that comes ground out. is like very, very fine. It's like dust that's been sitting at the bottom of this cave forever. So when, when you're you walking it, around it, it just you, starts to it, lift. It just goes and then you can't see anything. These cave divers fucking die. Cave diving is like is like uh it's like a fucking wingsuit. Yeah, the squirrel like, That's how you die. Like once you pick that as a, a hobby, <laughs> that's how you die. Yeah. Like I I met I met, uh, I'm, I, we were going swimming with sharks in Hawaii, and the woman that was taking us out said, uh, I was talking about my show, because I, was, I always did dangerous stuff every week for the show. It was like crazy stuff, and she, and she said, make me one promise. This is the lady who was going to be outside of the cage with the sharks. She is fearless. She goes, make me one promise. I said, what's that? She goes, never base jump. I said, why? And she goes, if you base jump, That'll be how you die. I can promise you that. And I was like, fuck, for real? And she goes, her husband was the dude who hit the fucking line oh, the, and vaporized? Yeah. That was her husband. Can you husband. explain that story? He was I, he was wingsuiting with his dude. He, he was in front, his dude was so, here. So wingsuiting is, it's a it's skydiving, but you have this suit on that has like these almost flats. Yeah, and yeah. because of that, you get you, you can get lift and so you can fly. So instead wow. of just instead of just jumping down Straight and catching down, yeah, a parachute, yeah, yeah. you jump out off a mountain and then the 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 thrill of it is to get as close to objects as possible. Well, I see them right on the side of a yeah. go over a bridge. Yeah. Bro, there's one where a guy goes through an opening. There's like that, yeah. those those guys. I mean, do you remember the one the one with with uh, 
This is how I show my love. This oh, is how yeah. my ADD. And the guy jumps and he goes by the balloons and just catches it. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Those, I mean, those, those guys live life. Well, her husband, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was her husband was Short in front life. of her dude, her, his best friend. And they're going, I think, I think they're in Asia and they're going past a bridge and he hits one of the fucking wires and vaporizes. Vaporizes and his buddy feels his buddy. Oh no, because he's behind him. him. Yeah, and he's gotta still finish his flight, pull the chute. His best friend shit. just vaporized in front of him. Yeah, and ruined his outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I, I wouldn't worry about my outfit. I'd be like, was my mouth open? Like, <laughs> what the fuck did I just went in my mouth? <laughs> have you been tested? Like, are you clean? How many people have you slept with? But, but like, uh, yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's, I did so much stuff when I worked at Travel Channel. God, thank God for getting me out of that fucking. I did, I would have, I Too would panic do. panic inducing? Is that what you're I saying? Mean, thank you God? Or? No, like, so yeah. you saw an ins, you saw a little bit of it, right? In that moment. I was like that every fucking morning, sitting in a fucking shower, uh, praying, like just going like, don't let me die today. Like, and it, by the way, it wasn't, it wasn't, here's a weird thing is, is you saw it, you saw the real thing is like, it wasn't real. Like it was, I was, it was imagined. Like I, I, I mean, stuff people did. I mean, yes, there was a risk, but it was stuff people did, but I still would wait, I would wake up with searing anxiety every morning and I would sit in a shower I'd say prayers. I had rituals that I would do to try to keep myself sane. I'd have rituals in the shower, but I would and I but I would sit there. I remember in New Zealand we had to do a, a, a there was a there's a jump. You can, I'm sure you can find it online, but it's uh, they put you in a chair. They put you. It's a uh, like just a, a free fall. They put a rope on you. You jump and then you sw- canyon swing. You mm. swing, mm. but they put you in a chair and they lean you backwards and they fuck with you. And at the last minute they let go and you fall from a chair backwards yeah. into a canyon. I knew I was doing that. I knew I had to do that. That was my job. And I woke up, and I remember sitting at the bottom of the shower going, what am I doing? Like, Mm. don't I have any value? Like, am I just Mm. a person who can go, hey, welcome back, and then jump? Like, is that my only value? Mm. And I remember thinking, I'm a comedian. I'm a talented comedian. Why am I here? Like, I'm looking at my friend's blow-up. Tommy is blowing up at the time. Mm. Rogan's podcast is taking off. All that's happening, and I'm sitting here as a human I, they called it. I I used to call myself a water dummy because I was just I was filled with water and I just and I just jump off these things and mm-hmm. and I fucking I'm so I think that's why I work as hard as I do now because I had those other jobs that I didn't want and so now when I have an opportunity to do shit I'm like fuck yes mm-hmm. I will travel every single day of the year doing stand up because I lived the other life where it was like yeah, it looked nice and if you're into that shit then you're into it but, but if you're you not into it I wasn't into it I wasn't it. into it yeah so do you think there'll be a time because I don't know if people realize how relentlessly you tour yeah and it's not like you're just popping into clubs. You're doing it this at the highest level. And the highest level has a lot of anxiety. I don't know what your team is like, but I know like when we go in and we play certain places, it's a whole day. It's like making sure the lighting is good, making sure the setups are good, making sure everything you're going on is good. It I've always wondered this with you. It's like, is there a time where you're gonna go, I need like three months, I need six months, I need No. No. I don't I'll think he, what, I don't think he's wired like I'll that. T- I'll tell you what makes I mean this respectfully. Yeah. I'll tell you what makes me different than you. Yeah. Is uh, 
I don't know the right way to say this. It, it is a compliment, but it's going to come out sideways. Okay, that's fine. But like, I got, I was a, I got to be a failure. I got mm-hmm. to be like a failure that no one cared about. Like, I got that. It's, it, I was very. It's a blessing because there was a period when I got fired from Travel Channel and and pulled off the funnier die tour because I wasn't. No one gave a fuck about me, and they were like, "It's two thousand bucks. Save two thousand and get rid of Bert. Mm-hmm. Keep." Tommy and Joey and Sebastian and Fluffy. And these are my friends, and, and I'm watching them blow up. Fuck. And I would sit at the store, and I remember talking, I remember having a conversation with a guy that I thought we were friends with, and he was looking over my shoulder, and Sebastian walked in, and he went, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, and walked away from me. Yeah. And I remember seeing people have really cool things and go and 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 just and just cachet like comics that i was like he's good but i don't think he's as good as like and then and i would be funny yeah but i was like i was like and i was like i was lucky enough to have that moment in my life sadly and and lucky for you you'll never get that moment mm-hmm. like you'll have what it was like to be a young comic mm-hmm. but you'll never have a little bit of success and then absolutely nothing and then people going, I guess that's it for that guy. Mm. You're lucky that you'll never have it, but I'm blessed mm. that I had the opportunity to have that. And if it wasn't for guys like Rogan, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm being, and I use Joe as an exact example because Joe does what my wife does. My wife looks you in the eyes when she talks to you and she is present. And it doesn't matter if fucking, if fucking Locked Kim in. Kardashian walks by, she will talk to you. Joe Rogan, uh, I'll, you never, I don't mean to suck the guy's cock all the time, but the truth is, we do that He's, quite often on this show, so you're in good company. He would talk to you in the eyes mm-hmm. as a friend, mm-hmm. and he would never look past you. And I watched a lot of people do that. And so the reason I worked, I remember Ali Wong saying to me, you, you're acting like it's going to go away one day. She's like, you're one of the biggest comics in the world. In the world. Like, just fucking relax. And I wanted to go, Ali, you haven't been a failure. Like, be a failure once. Mm-hmm. And be a failure, like a legit. There was a point that if I quit comedy, not only would no one know about it, but no one would have cared. Mm. <laughs> and so I got, I was lucky enough to get that. And so. So you think if you stop, it will go away. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, why not, right? What I would get from that story is that. Now the imagine <laughs> they came in right now. That would be perfect. That would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah, they, no. Um, what I got from that story is that you can build your success. It's like you did it once. And then you had some downtime, yeah. and then you did it again, and there's some confidence that should come from that. Mm, I also, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm in control of my. Like, I don't think right this now. is luck for you, Bert. I think it is a little bit. Well, no, no. I've, we were saying this when we walked in. I was saying this right when I walked yeah, in. Yeah. Ten best comics in the world, right? Yeah. If you named them, yeah, I would argue I, I'm probably wouldn't make that list. However, I am. One of the biggest touring comics in the world. You might be the biggest right now, number man. Four. I'm number four. I, I I don't know in terms of money brought in, no, but no, in but terms of size of show, who else is doing a bigger show? But that's my point. Is I think fluffy maybe yeah, at the the, the, the yeah, fluffy, baseball stadium. I mean, fluffy. There's a lot of guys doing really big shit. I mean, Joe Chappelle, Fluffy Burr. People are doing Joe Coy. People are doing big shit. But I, I would argue, and this is why I think I'm I'm very grateful to be where I am. Yeah. But it's like it's why I hustle as hard as I do. Is I I go I don't I don't look at myself as talented as my peers ever i mean i look at i look at, i look at what you do and i go god man he's fucking good and then i and then it, it's, it inspires me like you gotta fucking work harder man the look at the god damn it he's funny as shit you gotta fucking write more you gotta mm. tour more you gotta fucking bust your ass like i i think it's from that period of time i got to be a failure that I, i'm very grateful it's like 
like it's like uh, you ever have a friend who's never been in love and then all of a sudden they get, fall in love and they're like, dude, I'm not letting go of this one. Yeah. That's what I feel like with, with stand-up. I feel like that genuinely with stand-up. And with movies and with television, you give me an opportunity, I'll take it. And I'll yeah. bust my ass. I'll show up sober. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to fucking be a dick on set. Like I just, I'm really blessed. I'm blessed and lucky to be where I am. And I won't ignore that fact. Trust me, I've seen dudes who feel like they've, they deserve it. Like I won't say a name, but I can say a name very easily. Yeah. We were talking about about earlier mm-hmm. about the thing. Yeah, that guy. Watch that guy behave poorly when he oh, should yeah. have been just a little better. Yeah, and he. he, he, he yeah. I mean, having some fucking gratitude and believing that. I mean, there's so much luck gets us into these positions. There's no question about that. I guess like I look at a guy like you specifically, and I don't go, "That's luck." I mean, like, but I've also think toured- about this. Think about this, right? Let me, let me let me say yeah, this. Not, not luck in terms of like we all need luck to get somewhere. We all need you know somebody to look out. Like I had yeah. fucking Charlemagne and Joe. I had like two of the most powerful people in media. Like really fucking look out for me and like throw me opportunities and like yeah. like I'm the luck in my mind. I'm the luckiest in your mind. You believe you're the luckiest. Oh yeah. But I think that's also has to do with kind of like our perspective on life a little bit. When you believe you're lucky, it's you wake up and you can smile a little bit. Yeah. When you believe that like you deserve more and why am I not being looked at, like it, yeah. you're going to be bitter and angry. I guess what I'm trying to say is like there is a a skill and understanding and a component that I think that you have that I think a lot of people don't have and you have to work hard on that. And so I don't want you to undermine that. It is not easy to do this at this level, continually do it, continually produce it, yeah. and continually like make it exciting to the point where people come out. Like, it, it is a hard thing to do. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it is a hard thing to do, but I do, I, I think I'm, I sometimes I try to, I think for the person watching, it's easier to identify our lucky moments and I, than, our, than our hard work. Yeah, and it's better to harp on our luck than it is our hard work. People get bitter if you talk about because yeah, you're actually. Just, I watch you. You're one of the smartest comics in terms of moves you make, the way you operate. You, your intelligence is very overlooked because you'll you take your shirt off or whatever. Oh, but, oh, oh! I always, I but, never want you to. See, I, I, I'd rather it was sports. My perfect example. Uh, I'm probably more athletic than 98 percent of the comics working, but but I I downplay it mm-hmm. as a joke, and I tell Tom I'll destroy you in tennis. He's like, you've never seen me play. And then I ace him 27 times. <laughs> Son, there's a, the clip of you shooting the fucking shooting, bow and arrow. Yeah, like, they're, they're, I have sneaky, weird talents, yeah. but I'm never going to tell you my talent before you meet me. I want you to I want you to find it out for yourself. Low expectations are the key to life, man. Low expectations and and over-deliver. Exactly. It's that time. And everybody's yeah. happy. Yeah, I, I think that is, you know, best compliment I ever got was came from David Letterman. Uh, I... It, was, it like got me emotional. I, he goes, the guy takes his shirt off, yeah, and he doesn't mention it. He goes, and then he does like beautiful comedy. He's a masterful storyteller, but his shirt's off. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? what? Why is his shirt off? And I, part of me goes, I don't fucking wish I had an answer, 
I wish I had a fucking answer. I'm from Florida. That's my answer, I guess. I don't know. Well, I used to like cheering myself up on the road on Thursdays, so I'd rip the shirt off, kill a beer, and then make myself giggle. I don't, I don't think you need an excuse for it. I think that oftentimes if there's someone that's jealous of what you have, they have an excuse to justify why they don't have it. And please believe if they took their shirt off, they wouldn't get your success. <laughs> please believe. Anybody thinking that that is the key, just take your shirt off. That's what I love. Like any comics that are haters, like I, just do it. Like if yeah. that's the yeah. thing that's stopping you, by all means, just try that. Yeah. I guarantee you it won't work because yeah. there's something else going on. But it's a convenient thing that if somebody doesn't have it, but they're filled with fucking envy and jealousy. And you will get people that are going to be jealous. Oh, Everybody. I bet, man, I've had more. You know, it's so funny. When you're a failure, you're everyone's friend. And every, everybody's favorite. Oh, he's the best guy. Sweet. I love that guy. Oh, he's so I love that funny. Guy. He's hilarious. Get successful and yeah, you'll find yeah, out yeah. who your fucking friends are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. They're, and, and Everybody loved Bernie Sanders until so he had three houses. <laughs> you're like, socialist my ass, right? Like, it's that simple. Yeah, it's true. All right, let's tell, we'll t I'll tell the early Rogan days and then yes. we'll wrap All this right, up. Cool. And then, and by the way, I, I don't hate you guys. Oh, I just want you to know I love you. I know you, you don't hate us. But do you trust us? I do. We didn't bring him back in. I, I appreciate that. And I like the energy this has taken. Yes, yeah. it's real. It's, like it's good. very Bro, real. Bro, you're going to do 40 podcasts as you promote these amazing things yeah. you have on, okay? It's, are you, you have to create is, something yeah. different. It has to be a different experience with Bert. I Nobody mean. else prank Bert. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go on Good Morning America. And they're going to be like, hey, we got a fucking clown. <laughs> By the way, I'll swing on that clown. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the early Rogan days were fucking fascinating because, you know, when you talk about Tosh doing radio, that was all we really understood. Hmm. And Joe was not having it. So when you tried to do bits, he would shut it down. My first Rogan appearance, you go, I mean, it would be cool to see a highlight reel of me trying to do bits on him. Because <laughs> I was. I was like, oh, yeah. Because I, I didn't know what, a, no one knew what a podcast was. Right. Especially the way Joe does it. So you, I would be interested to, to clip him out. I, I was like, I fought a bear one time. And he was like, what, uh, what, what region was the bear from? And you're like, I'm, I fought a bear. I don't know what region it was from. And he was like, well, wait, why would you? And it was like very thoughtful <laughs> conversation. And then you real, I realized, I realized within 20 minutes, this is not radio. Yeah. And so, and I realized that the best thing you could do was listen to Joe sometimes. Yeah. To try to respond to him. Yeah. It's, it's why today I don't feel like I'm that great when I do Rogan because it's, it's a lot of it. I feel like I'm just catching up with a friend and I, I don't know if it's entertaining as a podcast, I, I feel like you're just hanging out with your buddy. Well, maybe that's the camaraderie people want. Maybe they're alone. And maybe they're working from home. They haven't seen anybody that day. And it's it what I used to love like, about it. I yeah. used to love it. So I get offered to do Rogan. I remember saying to Ari, because I didn't trust celebrities. I, I'd gotten in a fight with a, I'd gotten in beef with a comic and I just didn't trust him. I said to Ari and Red Ben, I said, So, like, what's, what's Joe's thing? Is he gay? And they're like, <laughs> Wait, what? I was like, I thought he was gay because I was like, why would he want me to come to his house? And like, what's his deal? And like, no, he's just a great guy. I go, no, 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 no. They all got something. What is it? And then they're like, no, he's just a good guy. He thinks you're funny. Like, do his podcast. So I go, oh, yeah. I thought everyone was gay. I thought Elliot Gould was gay. Anyone, Will Smith, I thought Will Smith was gay. I thought anyone, anyone that wanted to be friends with me, I just figured they were gay and they wanted to fuck me. Yeah. And so I literally was like, went to his house. The most likable guy on the planet. 
<laughs> you can't fathom that somebody's like, I'd like to just be around you and like no. tell stories. They just no. want dick. Yeah. And, but I was a fan of Joe's. I was like a legit fan of Joe's. <laughs> okay. And so I go out to his house. I do the the worst thing you could ever do when you meet Joe. Now I know this. Okay. I go, hey, man, huge fan. I want to meet your dogs. I want to see your deprivation tank. I want to get how I want to play pool. And then we can do the podcast. And Joe is like, uh, okay. So he takes me out and introduces his dogs. Uh, we get high. We play pool. Shows me his deprivation tank. Meet his wife. Meet his kids. Do a podcast. And and I'm I'm trying to do bits and it's not working. And then I'm like, okay. And then I just go into like just going. If you ask me a question, I'll respond to the qu question, <laughs> which is like what we do now. But yeah. it just was not what happened in yeah. media. And so uh, I wish people knew what early radio days for comics were. Oh. Because oh. that what you're explaining makes so much sense. But if you ever watched know. Comics Unleashed, yeah, where the guy, the comics yeah. just go around and do their bits in a circle, that was radio. That they was tee what you needed. up with the premise of your yeah. joke. I did Bob and Tom back in the day, and you had to write out your bits. You had to write them out. Yeah, yeah. And so I wrote out all my bits, and then you gave them to him. And like, so, uh, you ever go to Russia? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, you're, I, I'm married. Are you married, Bert? And you'd be like, oh, here we go. And so, but it was Bob, Bob and Tom was fun back, and that was all you sure. knew. Yeah. So, and this is Rogan, you do it in an office. I think he had a cat that would like take shits in the bathroom in the middle. It was in his office. And and Joe was rich, but he wasn't Joe Rich today. Yeah, yeah. Like Joe was like, and then and he would have you do this vlog after the podcast, which is so awkward. Like Brian will pull out his his laptop and go, All right. And Joe's like, What's up? I just did a great podcast with Bert. So Bert, what's going on? And you'd be like, Not much, Joe. It was so fucking bad. You can find those clips, I'm sure. And Joe had black facial hair and he still had hair. He still had hair. But he wore his hat backwards because he's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so you get done the podcast, and then he'd be like, you want to go get something to eat? And so, like, it was, like, it was crazy. You know, he was also banned at the store at the time. Yeah, that's right. So, like, that's he would right. do shows at the Ice House. So then, uh, so I, <laughs> the first time I do it, I, I think in my head, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I can't do bits here, but I, I do have that, this Russian mafia story by, that I bet would be good on this show, because... And so I go, hey, man, next time I'm here, remind me to tell you the Russian mafia story. Like a week fucking later, he's like, hey, come tell the Russian mafia story. So hmm. like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm off on timelines, but I come back, I think a week later, and he's like, everyone's wondering about this Russian mafia story. And I tell it, and I got to be honest with you, it bombed. Yeah. <laughs> it like, yeah. It, 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 sometimes, I hope I'm not pulling the veil back too back. Sometimes Joe and Red Band will be fighting. And so you'd go in to do the podcast. There'd be some tension. And the, the whole thing would be them just, Joe being angry at Red Band because Red Band <sighs> is saying buttholes and Olive Garden the whole time. And Joe's like, Brian, you got to realize people are fucking listening to this. And then you'd just be sitting off to the side, like, watching them go back and forth. And then be like, duh, you guys want to try some Alpha Brain? <laughs> and by the way, this is when Joe's launching Alpha Brain. This is when they're launching on it, right? So he'd give you the, the his vitamins. He'd yeah. load you up with his vitamins, give you a flashlight, and then be like, take those alpha brains. Tell me what you think about them. And then you'd take them, and in a real scientific way, because they, they promoted, uh, uh, what's the, dream, uh, lucid dreaming. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so you, and, and I am a, I'm an active lucid dreamer to begin with. And so you'd come back, and he'd be like, so you took alpha brain? And you, this would be on the podcast. <laughs> And he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah. And he'd go, so wait, what did you feel? Like he, you know, the Joe analysis part of his brain. And he'd do that on the podcast about his own pills because he was trying to figure out if he liked them. 
And he's like, I love the Alpha Brain. I'm taking like nine a day. I go, I took one, Joe. I couldn't sleep. And he was like, no, oh, what did you take the uh, cortisone mushrooms, the uh, <laughs> roll on, roll off, whatever the fuck. It was like, it was really, uh, it was really interesting. And then the the first time I did Rogan, I remember getting in the car and I had 3,000 Twitter followers extra. Oh, and I was wow. like, I was like, oh, wow. wow. Second time I did Rogan, I told the machine story. And I went to the club and it was sold out, comped, but sold out. And then... And then I watched it, and and I and then the third time I did Rogan, I made a machine shirt. The machine shirt that I, I used to sell shows. I got home to my house, and Leanne goes, "The fuck? We just sold twenty five thousand dollars worth of t shirts." Oh, she goes, "I wow. don't have those made." Woke up the next morning, she goes, "We sold ninety thousand dollars worth of t shirts in like two days. We had made six figures in those t shirts." By the end of the year, by like in three months, Jesus. I think we did that must have been in November. By the end of the year, we made six figures in those wow. machine shirts. Joe wore it at a weigh-in. Boot, you'd no. see huge fucking spikes, huge fucking spikes. I go to I go to different countries. I remember it was what in Amsterdam, guy, and they were yelling the machine in Amsterdam, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then, uh, I mean, so so it's funny. You just get high and talk for three hours and not remember any of it yeah, at, yeah. at all. And uh, it's crazy to see where he is today. And, and to, like I just did it the other day, and I'm like, it just doesn't. I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me that I remember. I remember did it one time, and I got really fucked up. And I, I might have said that America created COVID or something. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Who fucking knows what I said? But they, they took the episode down no and then put it up in two parts. No, no. <laughs> and they, they clipped out the thing I said. I don't know. I'm terrified to ask Joe because I know that there's some parts missing. And I was like, Hey, man, did I say some regrettable stuff on your podcast? Today? He was like, ah, fuck it, fuck it. Well, say fucked up shot. Yeah, it was it was great, man. It's great. I'm bummed that you guys didn't get to experience that side of the show. Yeah, because it was the fun when like Joey Diaz, like we just, I mean, one of the hardest I ever laughed was Joey Diaz just rolled. I never met him. So my this is the opening words of meeting Joey Diaz. He we're doing we used to do desk squad nights at the Ice House. We're like it was like nine five comics on the podcast with Joe and we just do it and we'd do a show and so we'd hop on and off. So we'd go in to do a set and then come back to the podcast and everyone would be fucked up. Mm. And Joey Diaz comes in. I never met him and he's like he's like dog you ever eat a you ever eat a woman's pussy on a quaalude? And I was like, no. And he goes, Lucy Snorbush. And we, oh, you have a break into someone's house and eat the pussy on a quaalude? Lucy Snorbush. And we <laughs> cried fucking laughing. And, and then I found out it's the hardest I've ever fucking laughed. And one of the top five hardest I've ever laughed. And Joe goes, you've never met Joey before? And I go, no. And he goes, well, you're about to be your best friend. <laughs> and Joey Diaz and I, from that day on, Joey lived right around the corner from me. If we ever did that show, we'd drive out together. Those were the days, man. I, I miss those days so yeah. much because you would. It was so. It was like you guys don't understand when comics hated each other. They used to hate each other. Comics hated each other. No one wanted anyone to. We started succeed. in that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this still exists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I think this still exists. But I think that you guys did something that really transformed the way that we behave with one another. And it's like it's pretty awesome. That's Joe. Yeah. That's Joe. I mean, well, I think it trickles down, man. I always say that, like, what Joe does. For you guys, for me, it's like what we do made for other people. But I remember before I met you, yeah. you tweeted about Bring Back a Poo, and I just thought it was so fucking cool that yeah. the machine is tweeting, yo, this is a great special, everybody go watch it. Well, yeah, but I have a, it's the same thing that makes me say I'm lucky instead of talented, is I have a, I love being a fan of shit. I, I've said this ad nauseum, yeah. but I like, like
liking stuff. Yeah. It's, I don't understand the energy of disliking stuff. I don't understand that energy at all of like hating things. Yeah. I love liking stuff. And it makes comedy, so, this business, so much more fun to be a fan of your friends. Yeah. And to love when like you when, got when, abundance, when man. When you, I, it was so much fun when you did, uh, when you put out Infamous, it was so much fun to celebrate your success. It was so much fun. I don't know, it's, it's, but if you're a fan of it, yeah, yeah. And and as opposed to as opposed to, and I'm sure those comics are out there. I do not hang out with them. The guys that are like, "Fuck Schultz, fuck Schultz," you know that that's bullshit, or you know whatever. All that stuff. It's so much fun to go look at this. Yeah. He's changing the game. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, it's on YouTube. Was it a fucking thirteen million? Fifteen. Yeah, Fifteen million. Yeah. It's imagine if you get to pick a team. I want to be. The guy that has fun or the guy that goes to bed angry every night? Yeah, well, I'm never going to pick the angry guy. I don't want to be that guy. Close. There's Why guys is... that make a living doing that. There are yeah. guys online that make a living doing that. Yeah. I want to be the guy that goes, fuck yeah. By the way, I can celebrate the guys that hate me also because I go, that's got to be cool to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> what a fucking weird episode. I've never done a podcast like this in my fucking life. Good. That's what we want to create every time we have somebody on. A different experience. What a weird. Okay, before you leave, I I, I want to ask you, uh, as you reflect on your life, do you think that you've lived uh, a fulfilled existence? Yep, I've lived the best life anyone's ever lived, that anyone <laughs> could ever live. No one. I mean, I I I can't imagine anyone found the love of your life. I can't built a family. Yeah, I can't imagine that anyone's going to cry at my funeral. Ooh. I mean, out of we cry selfishly a nope. lot of times. Yep, people should. I'm gonna get emotional saying this. <laughs> you guys fucked me up today. <laughs> I've been the luckiest fucking guy in the world. When I die, everyone should just go like, <laughs> it's, I, I don't deserve any of the stuff I've gotten. I don't deserve anything. And it's been like, and I've done everything in the world. I've traveled the world four times. I have two beautiful daughters. I'm in love with my wife. And I'm, and, and I'm fucking, and I have the greatest career that I feel so lucky to have. And, and I have awesome fucking friends. Like when I die, and I, and I shouldn't have had any of it. There's people that don't have any of this shit. Can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. This right here is why you deserve it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I just, yeah. I hope. I hope my funeral's fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll drink at your funeral, buddy. There you go. Thank not, you. A, not a, you know, what a not beautiful, real beer, but. what a beautiful way to look at life, man. Just no balloons. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be balloons. We're all dressed up as clowns. <laughs> We're gonna lift you right out of that fucking casket. hundred percent. You want me to go to heaven happy? Everyone dresses as clowns. I'll close the casket for you. <laughs> fucking start digging holes, motherfuckers. Oh fuck, guys. Me. This has been Bert Kreischer. Give it up one more time for an absolute legend. Make sure oh. you check out the Rosa Birth Kreischer. Make sure you, it's OnlyFans Rosa Birth Kreischer. Make sure you check out the movie, The Machine. We're all going out to support Memorial that. Memorial Day weekend. weekend. Make sure you check out the tour. He's coming to Forest Hills, New York. Where else are you going to? This is this crazy. Gorge, fully loaded. It's, it's a sick lineup. Uh, it's we got, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Norman, yeah. get Shane. Fucking Lewis everybody. Black, David Tell. God. 
Tiffany Haddish, it's crazy. <laughs> and then uh, Razzle Dazzle, my special stream right now. And the special on Netflix right I now. So make you go it. check out everything. We love Gentlemen, you, man. Gentlemen, what a fucking bizarre afternoon. This is this <laughs> makes me so happy. That was a meal. Yeah. That was a meal. That was right. a, a fucking, that's a young phrase I can use. All right, guys. <laughs> Peace.